Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Magna One Motorsports. Are you ready to go GNCC Racing? Look at these guys. Oh, boy. We got it wheel-to-wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. National champion Jordan Ashford. I appreciate it, man. It's- the Split Line Off-Road Podcast from Magna One Motorsports. Here's your host, Rodney Cooper, and co-host, Brandon Whitehair. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys, what is up? We are already into episode 103, and we are ready to talk some GNCC racing. We're going to be at Big Buck... Saturday morning. You know it, baby. Who's ready to go racing? I know I am, Brandon. Are you? Are you ready to go racing? I don't, I'm ready. You and I don't need to be go- ready to go racing, <laughs> but Producer D Producer does. D. Producer D is in the house behind the keys operating the everything, all, all the stuff that I don't know about. Producer <laughs> D, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm definitely ready to go, and uh, I see fantasies about ready, so I'm going to be betting on myself. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't bet on yourself, who can you bet on? <laughs> right. Before we get too far into episode 103, hey guys, like and share the show. That's right. We don't say that enough. We usually say it at the end when nobody's watching anymore and like you guys and are all done watching us and everything. Watch the show, share the show, play the fantasy. Mm-hmm. It may not be what we wanted so far, <laughs> but it's up and ready to and roll. And we're doing it. And we're doing it. We'll do it by hand if we have to. That's right. But Something's better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. Nothing, And uh, we've had a lot of interest <laughs> in it since we posted it just a couple of hours ago, Speaking actually. Speaking of doing it by hand, that's what you're used to, right? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> Episode 103 will have Stu Baylor joining the podcast here in about 20 minutes. Hunter Hart will be joining the podcast around 9 o'clock. So make sure you guys stay in for that. Get in the comments section. Hit us up. Hit us up with some questions, comments. Anything you want to talk about, we're here. That's right. <laughs> we got to thank our sponsors. First and foremost, we got to thank Magna One Motorsports. If you need a used bike, mm-hmm. if you want to ride a bike like Jordan Ashburn, That's XC1 right. champion, <clears throat> but used, mm-hmm. get a you know ball on a budget. That's right. Go to Magna One Motorsports. You can, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a little frog in my throat, so you have to excuse the right. uh, clearing my throat tonight. But um, if you're in Tennessee, local, <laughs> make sure you check out their shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen videos and pictures of it. It is a sweet-looking facility. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, no worries, guys. You can hit them up trackside. This weekend. At any GNCC race at any NEPG event. So make sure you check them out. They have all of your needs, such as goggles, gear, helmets, and more. Make sure you also check out the Magna One Clean It, mm-hmm. uh, the rev- revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike, ATV, and anything else you might take to the GNCC track right. this weekend. We also got to thank Guts Racing, leader in innovation in seat technology since 1985. If you guys need a good seat cover, make sure you go talk to Andy Gregg. Get on it. It is the best seat cover you can get. Get, the, get that grip, gripper seat. Get a custom cut that you need. I wouldn't put anything else on my bike. Nope. I know you wouldn't either. Nope. I can't speak for Producer yeah. D, though. Yeah, producer I cannot D, speak for him. He's a little loose over there with his program. You know? A little loose cannon. He says yeah. he's not sitting down all year long, right. so he doesn't need a seat, I guess. <laughs> I run whatever I can get. That, that, Yamaha, that Yamaha does not need a seat on it. 
the, the Suzuki did, but the Yamaha no, no, doesn't. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure you also check out Seal Savers. They've been in the business for 26 plus years. Mm -hmm. They provide the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike, coil protection for your ATV, coil protection for your UTV, mm -hmm. the UV bo uh, boot savers. Mm -hmm. It's a mouthful. But I'm telling you and what. this weekend, you're going to need them, boys. We're going to talk about an inch and a half rain Thursday into Friday. At Big Buck? At is Big it flooded? Buck. Is it, it canceled? I mean, it's there's not always, canceled. There's always rumors of canceled. Big Buck being canceled. It's not can it, just an inch and a half of rain. That's all. Thursday no into deal. Friday. And a uh, little bit of sand. So definitely going to need to protect those seals this weekend. No dust this and weekend. Even, and even those boot savers, palm savers, all that good stuff they have over to offer. What's the code? The code is SPLITLINE with a capital S. Save you a cool 25% over there at Split or at uh, Seal Savers. And uh, maybe if you order it now, Mason could expedite Ooh. it and get it here. That'd be, that'd be he pretty might quick. fly it here himself. I don't <laughs> that know. That might be pretty quick. <laughs> also, check out Sunstar Chain and Sprockets, the mm. best chain and sprocket company that you could ever dream of. That's right. Brandon, what are they made of? Case hard and steel, baby. If you want to make it to the finish line every single race this GNCC season, just like Devin Masters did last year on one chain and sprocket set, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pushing it, boys. Well, oh, come on. It was good quality parts. <laughs> it, it is, but it's pushing it. <laughs> go, talk to, go talk to Doug. Put Sunstar Chain and Sprockets on your bike. Mm -hmm. Save a sweet 30%. 30, 30 percent by using the discount code SPLITLINE30. Mm -hmm. And also, Doug will be at the races this weekend. He'll have some chain and sprocket sets, I think, on him. Um, so I would hit him up quick if you're needing a chain or sprocket. I'm pretty sure mostly probably chains he probably has more than his sprockets but um he said uh if you go and check him out he's got his place marked out where he's gonna be at the track so. we got a sunstar q a segment tonight don't we i think so let's go i mean at this point <clears throat> you never know you only need yamaha sprockets anyways for the atv set yeah <laughs> we also got to thank mount state hair scramble series they are the top of the line local hair scramble series in west virginia if you want a family oriented fun event that's going to make you a better rider mm -hmm. build you as a champion right. create obstacles in the woods for you to have to work through and 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 create a better rider situation mm -hmm. right go to mount state hair scrambles check out richie nolan and the gang they create awesome fam family friendly events and uh uh you can stay inside mm -hmm. the state of west virginia for the most part doing it i'm pretty sure they do stasics clear up to big bikes so stacy clear up to big bikes and they also always have like a cool event during halloween mm -hmm. um cool event uh um, easter East, and all yeah, that good stuff throughout yep. the year yeah it's really a, a great uh great time and uh they're they're um schedules up on the website as well as their uh social media platforms yep. let's get it. into it. Let's do it supercross this weekend brandon oh baby man how many times do you think that uh that um <clears throat> hunter lawrence makes that pass nine out of ten oh, times man one that, out of that, ten times and he almost didn't even make it man he, <laughs> he didn't, almost make, didn't even make it to that turn well he didn't make it almost to there and then and then um thrasher seat bounced that double for the and i thought he was going to get him back just right at the end i mean if he would if he could have just stayed a little bit lower he, he probably could have passed him back for the win for I like know. point one or I something know. you know what i mean i know man what, i think he overshot that last turn though a little bit yeah I, I, he was pushing he got nervous he, he came to that sand section a little too slow i think he thought and then he tried to like, like started panicking you know what i mean like, a little bit he too could much. feel him coming and yeah and um, just messed it up a little bit but man what a great race it was to watch and and all that good stuff it so, was yeah. it was and then the 450s was just as entertaining i right. mean i think last week i uh i think i i said cooper webb needed to make a splash and 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 he did yeah, yeah. he took the win he did 
came in to the East first East Coast round and first not first East Coast right. round, but the first East Coast race. And uh, man, he looked good. He did. Uh, and I think that you know um, uh, Chase Sexton. Yeah, he's prone to mistakes towards the end of races, but he's also a guy that uh, that uh, um, is blazing fast. And I, I bet you know he was kind of getting frustrated looking back, saying, "How am I not pulling this guy? Right. This guy qualified 12th, and then he finished like sixth in his uh, heat race, mm -hmm. and then I I can't pull him." Right. Well, see, I might be a little biased because I've been listening to a lot of stuff, and because uh, I am a Chase Sexton fan, right? So yeah, I, I like Chase. Boy. I like Chase. But the only thing I'm a little frustrated about the lap, like a lap or two before. Cooper Webb pretty much made the same mistake. He just lucky he just didn't hit the ground, right? Yeah. He got way crazy on that, right? And then Chase did the same thing, but accidentally hit the ground, popped back up, and everybody's like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, Chase, Chase is, always has these mistakes. He, I mean, like, he literally just, you know, got a little squirrely. I mean, yeah. what do you expect? It's raining out there. Yeah. The whoops are slick. Everybody's struggling a little bit. You know what I mean? And Cooper Webb, two weeks, or two laps before, made the same mistake, just didn't hit the ground, and then... And then everybody's giving Chase crap because he hit the ground. I'm like, he almost did it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? In all fairness, <laughs> Cooper saved it. So ba Barely. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, barely, barely saved counts. it. Barely counts. Barely still counts. Right? Horseshoes, hand grenades, right. and supercross. Right. Yes. Barely yeah, counts. Exactly. Funny. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's just funny. Like, yeah. it literally almost happened to the same guy yeah. that everybody's praising that won the race. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's just funny. But, I mean... Chase has made a lot of mistakes that he probably shouldn't have in the last, you know, mm -hmm. little bit of a race. Right. So mm -hmm. when they are talking about that, he's kind of given them a reason to be able to say those things. Right. But it, to your point, Cooper Webb did make the same mistake. <laughs> he just, just he just uh, saved it just by you know just by a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He did for sure. So. so real quick, we'll get into it. Tomac. Anybody worried? Nobody worried about Tomac? Not quite. I'm not no. worried at all. Not quite. I, I, think I just, he don't just think he's I don't think he's willing to throw it away. Well, I didn't think he just didn't feel comfortable. A lot of power, rain, <laughs> slick, stuff like that. Yeah. And then I know your favorite, Jason Anderson, Justin <laughs> Barsha. So what do you think about the penalty? I love the drama, but but Anderson just loves throwing his seasons away, doesn't he? Dude, I feel like he's doing it on purpose now. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, like I feel I don't, like, I don't, like he's in the right position and then he goes and like has to bang somebody. Like, you know what I mean? Like I watched the pass. It's like he didn't have to like do that like that. You know what I mean? Like he, he didn't, didn't have, have to bang to. them. I, no. He didn't have to bang them. He didn't have to bang them. Around. <laughs> Man, it's getting wild out there. I love on it. Tracks. I love it. Yeah. No, I I don't understand his thought process. He works so hard through right. the offseason. And he's season. fast. <clears throat> and he's, he's fast. fast enough. You know and then and then he has to find himself in these situations. He can't help himself. Right. Like, how is he going to complain about about uh, Justin Barsha when he's just as bad? Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd just like to know how Justin Barsha wasn't the one to get a penalty first. Like, well, yeah, well, I'm just, of all the people coming into the season that you would think would get a penalty, I think that they were looking for a reason to give Jason a penalty because of the because of, of the, the tweet. tweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it's it. it Bars has made like one little, like kind of like aggressive pass that I've seen like really bad. Yeah. And then everything else has been Jason Anderson, Jason Anderson, Jason Anderson. Yeah. So it's like, no, what's, I know. what's going on? I you know. know what I, mean? I know. But, it, but it's cool. Like you know, usually the front runners are are kind of clearly separating themselves right mm -hmm. now. And I feel like at this point, it's really awesome that we have three front runners, yeah. like three clear front runners. Um, usually it's two guys, so it's like this guy or that guy. But now. <clears throat> it's cool when we can see three people. And how about AP? Like, I'm not ruling out AP getting a win this year. Oh, no. Yeah, he looks really good. He looks really good. Yep. I, I think Daytona might be him. 
Man, uh, man I, don't I don't know. Tomac's got that thing. Tomac, Tomac is about like <laughs> Tomac is about like Walker at snowshoe. Yeah, he's he's tough at he's he's tough. I'm at just table. saying, all, all the McGill fans are going to be on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Aaron Plessinger be this close to where he needs to be in the four fifties, right. and then we get to a track that probably suits his style a little bit better. He could at least make it a little more interesting. Oh, I'm not I saying, mean, I'm I'm not saying, saying he's not he a podium guy. I'm, I'm not just, saying he won't do good. Right. I just like <laughs> if it's if it's Tomac or the field, I'm taking Tomac. Oh yeah, definitely. At, like, at, at, at uh, and, and speaking of picks, we're getting the Rocky Mountain. Yeah, go ahead and get Rocky Mountain if you have. So if I Daytona, I'm definitely putting Tomac first on that one, right, guys? Yeah. So guys, ever in the Rocky Mountain fantasy? I don't know if you guys play with us or not. You still can join. Even if you haven't joined our league and you've been playing, you can just come over and add yourself in to our league of, over there at Rocky Mountain. So. Number one is P Dog. Um, number two is Guthrie four four one. Sturm twenty seven. Fourth is Adam Beerskit. I'm sorry, I'm messing that up every week. So mm, Wade like Walsh name. Wade, Wade Walton. Man, that, that, that must be number old man Beerskit's sons. Beerskit. Beerskit. It's Beerskit. The the T is silent. He's, he's he's cussing us right now if he's listening. Uh, Cameron seven is in six. JDMX. 50 is in 7th, Jay Groff is in 8th, Jay's in ninth, and W Mad Dog is in 10th. Good deal, good deal. Go, and go over, over on the Pulp side, oh, it's going to be hard to figure out who won this one. Yeah. But, uh, looks like RK Cooper 31 is sitting in first place for this week with a cool... I see a new cheater. 247 points. At Pulp? <laughs> at Pulp? Yeah. How am I cheating at Pulp? You already, you fix the races, don't you? I mean, if I could, I would. I wouldn't be in 250th place overall, which I'm very proud of right now. I'm climbing the ladder, boys. I'm going for that Yamaha this year. Going Just for the so Yamaha. You, know. uh, you don't have to be good to win. TN Williams, 249, took second. LP, LWPRJ. I, mean, I don't even know how you pronounce that. There's no vowel. There's no vowel. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? 398 <laughs> is in third. Big Show is in fourth. Jason... Ellis is in uh, fifth, and Billy Bebot is in sixth. Walker Taylor seventh, um, and then there's a lot of names I, I can't read because they're, they're, they're not real names. <laughs> is, it, is it because you can't read at no, all, no, or I is can it read. you just can't read? <clears throat> Listen, apparently he reads as good on, as he hooked on phonics. Right now, <laughs> the, right now the podium, right now the podium <laughs> position in the overall points is myself in the mm-hmm. lead. Mm-hmm. Um, BF, he's a jokester. Uh, B. Fonsky. B. Fonsky is in second. The Fonz. B. Bot is in third. <laughs> uh, T. Williams is in fourth. And Mason Mills is in fifth. And then Brandon Whitehurst in sixth. Hey, I'm coming for um, you, Mason. I'm coming. You, so, shouldn't, you shouldn't even mention him. <laughs> that being said, we're getting ready to jump over into uh, Stu. He's going to be coming on in about six minutes. But mm-hmm. before that, do you want to do the Sunstar? Let's do it in between. Uh, in between? In between. You think we'll have time in between? We better. All right. I think, we'll, we'll I think we quick. can uh, manage the time <laughs> since we kind of run the show. So, listen, guys. <laughs> as you know, we don't like we don't rehearse this show. Right. This is off the cuff every time. Hey, real, real quick. All the time. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Do you want to get into our fantasy real quick? Just yes, touch on yes. ours. Let's talk about our fantasy. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it has been a major work in progress this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been dealing with a... Um, a nope. website company we'd like to like that I would like to set on fire right now right um, uh, <laughs> pretty sure since, we go, go since, mid, for that. since November 
<laughs> since November. Um, I talked to them on the phone yesterday, and uh, they they ask me the same questions every time. Like, how do you want this to work? How do you want that to work? And it seems like it just we just don't get anywhere with right. it. Um, I've given them a deadline. I was like, if you don't have it done by next Friday, we are getting our money back <laughs> and we are taking our talents elsewhere. <laughs> right. So, which obviously startled them, obviously startled them. And they said they will have it done. I, 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 I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if it's going to be done, but I will say there will be a fantasy game. If right. Brandon and I have to do it by right. pen and paper, we mm -hmm. will. People have already been putting their picks in like they did last year. Right. If you've not played Split Line Fantasy before, mm -hmm. there is a YouTube video on our YouTube page that, that describes how you play. Right. Okay, it's one of the first videos that we've ever made. Right. So <clears throat> it'll say fantasy. It's only like six or eight minutes long. Right. Um, you'll go in, you'll pick three ATV riders, Three bike riders. One rider from each has to be top five. Top five overall currently. Right. And uh, you'll send them to us in your Facebook Messenger or your Instagram Messenger. Right. Now, if you're on Instagram and you're a particular person that is mad about us having ATVs and bikes combined together. with their bikes together, deal with it because right. I really don't care. Right. And I'd just guys, like to point out the crowds on Saturday are bigger than Sunday. <laughs> That's because everybody's watching. All there, I'm you know, saying right? is, all I'm saying is. <laughs> And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it is what certain it is. people like to talk on fa on, on, on on social medias, and 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 if you don't know, you can go figure it out right. real quickly. Yes, but it's not, uh, it's not hard. But the game will be here. We will be doing the game right. this weekend. We already have probably 50 or so entries, right? Um, and probably 20 of those entries are new guys. Oh, now, yeah. now I will say, with that being said, the vets of the league. I expect their picks to be coming in at about an hour or so before the uh, the green flag drops. Right. The cutoff time is 1 p.m. Saturday. Saturday. What the the ATVs go off at two, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the cutoff time is 1 p.m. Saturday. You need to have both your ATV and your bike teams in by 1 p.m. Saturday. Mm -hmm. So I expect to be getting probably right. about a hundred messages guys, on gonna, on Saturday. I'm going to give you a hint. If you don't go watch our video. It is not who you think is going to get one first to third. No, it's it not, not like that at all. And it, it really, it's a, such a great game because it makes you go towards the riders mm -hmm. like like Devin. Devin could be honestly, Devin honestly could be a top scorer right. as an ATV guy. He goes and he finishes sixteenth or fifteenth overall, or even nineteenth. Even <clears throat> even if he just makes top twenty, right? Yeah, if he makes top twenty with a twenty-two handicap, that's going to give him first place points, which is twenty-five points, and then two bonus points for every right. handicap that he did not use. Real quick, he just got everybody confused. So pretty much, look at the handicaps. So right <laughs> beside the riders. How's that confusing? If, if you have a plus, how's that confusing? Listen, you're, you're going big numbers, right? Our, our, we're racers. Everybody that listens to this are racers. You know what I mean? Okay. So we we need it simplified, right? Okay. Everybody can do simple math, right? Hopefully. We know how to hit throttles and turn handlebars. <laughs> That's, That's right. About it. So listen, if you if you have a guy, if you see a guy that has a plus five handicap, and they get fifth place, they automatically, since that five is there, or plus five is there, they get first place points. Correct. No. Yes. No. Yes. That'd be a four handicap. A five hand because it goes. They get fifth place. Yeah, if they get fifth place points, they get first place points plus two extra bonus points. Okay, so sorry. So if there are four. five, if there are five handicap and they get sixth place, right, 
Then they get first place. Then point. they get first place gotcha. points, which hey, is twenty five gotcha. points. Right. Definitely watch the YouTube video. Now, now it's only <laughs> ever happened one time. And who was it? Was it uh, Ricky Russell? Yes, it was Ricky Russell outside the top twenty, and I forgot to give him a provisional handicap, mm-hmm. and he. He won from outside the top 20, right. so he got the maximum points you can get. <laughs> right. We're going so to try to limit It's those. interesting. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, the we'll... handicaps are posted in, in our Instagram and Facebook, so all you got to do is go look at those handicaps, pick one rider in the top five of each, and then, um, and then uh, uh, pick two other riders, and they can be either on that board or they can be outside of the top 20, and they're an automatic 22 handicap. Like Devin, for instance, he's not in the top 20. Since I sucked last year, I'm worth more points than everybody else. Yes. And obviously, as the riders do better, they will be worth less points as they go on. Yep. So it'll be harder for them to get those high points. Right. Well, I hope that's my I know, I know it sounds complicated, guys. It really isn't that complicated. But uh, um, just join us. Have fun. There's We give um, prizes out pretty much each and every week. Yeah. Um, some different – or not each and every week, but each and every time that we play, there's, yep. there's a race. So yep. we do that. Have some fun with us. It's a it's a good battle. It is. It's a lot of fun. We're hoping to keep it growing, so we yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get our first guest on the line. Mr. Stu Baylor will be joining us after the commercial break. You've seen them at the track. Now, online. Magna1Motorsports.com From used bikes just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magna1Motorsports.com or Trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magna One's Magna One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon, join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at Magna1Motorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com, your everything dirt bike headquarters. Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year. Which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, for your mountain bike, for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer protection over your CV boot. Check out sealsavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's sealsavers.com and the code is SPLITLINE for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. All 
right, guys, we're back from commercial break. Thanks for hanging with us. And uh, on the line, we have Stu Baylor joining us now. Hey, Stu, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just uh, doing a little packing up for the weekend, putting actually the last, last item loaded was, was the kid Stasic. So. <laughs> are, are we packing the, the rig as tight as, we, as we've seen you pack it before, like laying the bike down <laughs> underneath of it and all that good stuff? or? No, we've got we've got too much. We've got a problem now where we've got too much room. We've got a, a show hauler with a stacker. We bought a, a 53 foot. Uh, it's actually the old Cowie rig. So we've got a, a semi, um, and then I've got a 40 foot trailer behind my rig. So we have, if anything, too much room. Dang. But nice. maybe, maybe for the Texas the Texas trip, it'll probably be packed like that. Wow. <laughs> That's that sounds like that sounds like definitely a packing job for sure. <laughs> uh, so, man, we were just talking off air just for a second. Uh, uh, this off season has been absolutely insane, uh, not just for you, but for literally everybody on XC One. But for you especially, how how's it been going this year? It's uh, up and down. Um, a lot of a lot of work. You know, just trying to trying to get a team rolling and um, doing it with. Uh, what I thought was more than enough time, but still seems like no matter what the season sneaks up on you. So then mm-hmm. uh, the last couple of weeks has been pulling my hair out, trying to make sure that we've got everything to go racing. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure uh, we, we've talked to some other team managers and stuff and, bef- and they're like, man, this has probably been one of the fastest off seasons they felt. And then you're trying to probably be team manager and uh, get ready for racing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's definitely days where, Definitely days where I feel like I bit off more than I chew, I could chew, but um, you know that, and, you know, on top of that, still still trying to train and ride and yeah. and do stuff out here at the shoals, keep the tracks up to date out here, and it's uh it's never ending. <laughs> yeah, right. So what what really made you um, go this way? Um, if you if you don't mind talking about it. Yeah. No, I just uh, two things. Like number one is is the financial side. I mean. The teams have have not paid riders anymore in the last 20 years. So, to me, I wanted to try to find a way to make more money. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> although <clears throat> although it definitely didn't come easily, like I was able to able to do that. And um, you know, having a little bit more freedom is a is a major plus um, with with Todd being back on on this deal and um, you know getting to run the products that I like to run and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a future with it. So, um, you know, in this, in, in this scenario, like what the plan is long-term is to be able to run a team. So put myself in a position to where I could be a team manager slash owner, um, you know, in the future. And luckily we've got some, some good sponsors that, that threw in a lot this year to, to make it happen. Yeah. 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 So and speaking of that, like, was the KTM like a, a deal that had to go with this or did it, was that your bike of choice? No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a, a deal that had to go with this. Um, it was, you know, Todd's been with KTM for a long time. I rode KTM for the majority of my career, so it was uh, it, it was that that low low hanging fruit, and it was easy. They made the process really good, and um, you know, got us everything that we needed pretty quickly. And it was just one of those situations where it worked out very well. And um, you know, this year we're we're staying with KTM definitely for for one year and we'll just see where it goes from there but um you know i'm definitely keeping my options all open um you know at this point it's it's got to turn to a business so yeah 
Um, you know, KTM was easy and I know I can get results on that bike and they're a good program to be with. But at some point I'd love to see one of the, one of the other OEMs that haven't stepped in the GNCC yet, um, full swing, try to, try to come in and hopefully we could be that team to step into. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Try it, baby. Try it. So speaking of like the KTM, um, um, you, you, you spent pretty much your whole life, like you said, on a KTM. Stepping back on the KTM platform, um, was that just like being back home? But I, I also know that this year is a new bike too. So um, uh, walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, you know, the the program is like being back home. I mean, working back with the same guys that I, that I grew up racing with. I mean, even some of the mechanics that were from when I was on the factory team almost 15 years ago now are still there. So um it it, uh, a lot of familiar faces and you kind of know how to work with each person and and it's it's one of those things i've done it before so that side's familiar the bike was completely different than anything that i had ever ridden um the ktm this year is on a a very very distant platform from where they've been in years past and um you know obviously if you watch what ktm's done in the last decade like they try they're and, and I'm not saying that no other OEM does this, but but KTM has has I feel like tried to outdo themselves year after year, and they mm-hmm. always make changes. And you don't see many other OEMs following that that footprint. And right. you know they're doing something every two years, where most OEMs are five to seven years, four to seven years. So um, you know it's it it it's very very different. Um, the new KTM is nothing like the old KTM. Um, I was thinking it would be very familiar because a lot of times when they make those changes, they stay very similar and you, you know, aesthetically it looks slightly different, but when you look at the frame and where everything is, it looks very similar to what it used to be. But, um, the progression on the linkage is completely different. The, the rigidity of the chassis is, is much stiffer than it's ever been. And I think a lot of it is, is they're trying to make it, not not necessarily copy the Jap bikes, but the KTM's had a tough time turning with the front end. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was probably because it was too soft. And for your average rider, um, a lot of people always complain about the way the KTM turned. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've heard anybody say this bike doesn't turn. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've heard, oh, it doesn't handle as good, but you're you're also looking at an average rider who's not used to that stiff chassis and it's usually a ktm guy that says i don't like it as much because they're used to that soft platform from before so Mm -hmm. with the new bike it's very stiff which makes it true to the ground um but it also throws some challenges like when your chassis doesn't flex as much you've got to rely a little bit more on the suspension to to get that fine tuning for the rocks and roots and small chops so um you know that side of things has been a little bit difficult to to get the back end where i where i felt it was suitable for the off-road but we're getting there and um you know it's just a, a lot of big changes on that new platform yeah yeah it sounds like it you know pretty much everything you said it's pretty much what i've heard and stuff in here um so how, how are you how are you feeling how is your body um last year you took a hell of a beating all year um are we healthy are we, are we back to good um are we just are we still recovering what's going on yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. I mean, the, the off season this year was a little bit different. Like normally the off season is, is the time to build. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, 
usually like in most time or most of my time in my career, like I've had injuries, but usually in off season, I was good. And this year I was still struggling with previous injuries. I had a uh, carpal tunnel surgery done and I've had a lot of issues out of that. Like just trying to get my hand strength back. Um, it was a little more than I thought it was going to be. I mean, the first, the first week I was like, damn, I feel like I could almost ride. And then I got back to riding. And ever since then, it's been kind of tough to get like my grip strength is definitely still down and, mm. um, you know, little things like that. But on top of that, obviously coming after the off of two pretty severe injuries back to back, like, um, you know, that side of things, like I, 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 I felt like I was trying to rebound from an injury all off season right. rather than just focus on next year. So or this year now, so, um, you know, that, that made things a little, <laughs> a little more difficult this year. And, and every year, you know, every year you get older, it, it, it weighs in a little yeah. bit differently. I mean, at, at 25, I could, I could break something and I felt like I could come back two weeks later and I did a lot of times, you know, a, a day or two after surgery, I, I would be on a bike. And, you know, this time it was a lot slower process. I mean, the tracks where I won after the injury were just because those tracks really suited my style. And I feel like had Ben Kelly been there and on his A game, he probably still would have beat me. I mean, I got to be realistic in that situation. And a lot of guys were injured. A lot of guys were not quite up to par last year. So, um, you know, when I did win, I know like, Ashburn had his injury at, at one of them and the other one was Beckley, the Boy Scout camp and that one, tracks just really favored me all the time. So, mm. um, you know, I, I know I was still dealing with stuff through the remainder of last year and it kind of poured into the off season a little heavier than I wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> you just mentioned the fact that there were so many people that were injured last year that, you know, I got to think that there's, that 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 you're one of a lot of people in the same boat right now, which you know um, we've talked to no end on on this topic on how this year seems to be so unpredictable. Um, like you can't really look at the at this class that we the the field of guys that we have right now and and pick out like okay this guy is your is your clear favorite guy. I mean it, it looks to me like there's. It, there's a lot of parity um, in the sport right now. So if we can, like, keep you guys all healthy, I think we're going to have, like, a really good year on our hands. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's, uh, that, that's, a, that's a tall order. I know some guys are still dealing with previous injuries from last year mm -hmm. that are struggling a bit, and, um, you know, myself included. And I know there's some, some new faces that, that I think will – make a splash or some guys that have changed programs that that should have a much stronger year than last year so it it really you know the injuries obviously sucked last year but i think it opened the door for a few more riders for, for last year to gain some confidence and mm -hmm. also this year moving into this season i think uh we're going to see some more guys that have a little added boost to confidence um just because everybody knows this, the the injuries that were the, the some of the guys had last year going to be pretty difficult to come back from so right. um you know i think i think it's a it's a good opportunity for younger guys or new guys in the class or somebody making bigger changes in their and their bike and and team i think uh it, it opens the door for a little more talent this year which obviously shakes shapes up to be better racing but 
you know, on the flip side of that, I think by round three, it always seems to favor two riders. In yeah, particular. Right. <laughs> you know, you'll see who those are by round two. And, um, it, and every year, you know, it, it could be slightly different, but, um, I think there'll be, like I say, by round three, you'll see, you'll see two guys that are, that are the, the guys that are going after the championship and that, and it'll, it'll kind of set the tone by three and, you know, Florida is always a weird one just because of sand. Um, and, and there's a lot of guys that really struggle to get there. A lot of guys that excel. Big Buck is just a, a big pissing contest. So you never <laughs> really know what's going to happen there. And by, like I said, by that round three, it's like, okay, we had, you know, we, we've got somebody that is, that is consistent, you know, when we roll into Georgia and that's usually the, whoever those two guys are, will usually be the guys that are, that are going to be uh, a, a championship contender at the end. Yeah. Well, let's right. make let's make it to round three this year with uh, more than half the contenders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Stu's <laughs> like, I, I hope that I can make it to round three because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been listening to Stu talk, and, and uh, you know, there's some things that he's definitely working through. It sounds like, but my question is: is when we get to round one, are we looking to see like a broken back fender at the finish? Is that are you feeling confident in that, or uh, I'm just over here trying to build my fantasy team, so. that's that's always the plan that's always the goal but you know i i think i think round one this year is is going to be a a little bit different like i i've got to change my my state of mind and and realize that winning races don't necessarily win championships you know just just statistically speaking on the last couple years and i know prior to that like obviously caleb won a lot but um i feel right now the field is a is a little more even than than at that point and uh i think we're going to see a lot of different winners i would say five or six this year and i think round one's probably going to favor uh three guys that may not necessarily be anybody's picks but um Hmm. you know me personally i i would i would say that i would say that Grant on the Cowie, I mean, with last time he was on a jet bike was, was very, very good. I mean, he was 16, 17 years old and running Caleb's face at quite a few rounds and um, finished second in the championship. At, I think he was 16. So, yeah. Um, he looked really good a couple weekends ago, too. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, being on that jet bike, he, he really likes that. And, and I think he's riding well. And Johnny G's been very fast, very strong. I think he's going to be good. And, um, you know the the other one to to keep an eye on. I think you know personally would be would be Ricky Russell. Like I think mm-hmm. all three of those guys are 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 the three that I would say you know you might see something out of. And I'm not saying that all three would be on that podium. I mean, there's this year like when you stand back and look at it, like Strang obviously dominated that sprint enduro, and Ricky Russell rides that Yamaha great. Um, Jordan Ashburn, he's always consistent. And you never really know what Ben Kelly's up to. I mean, I, I've heard I've heard rumors on both sides that that he's still struggling with uh, with coming back from his leg. But you never know, never know where he might come in. So um, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of I, I feel like it, versus years past, like there's a lot there's a very even playing field. And then, yeah, you know, Bad Duvall knows how to win. It's when you sit back and really think about it, like it's it's almost as hard as putting in picks for a one. I mean, right. you really, yeah. you really don't know until it happens. Right. So, but, um, what do you, what do you think, um, about this weekend where they're kind of switching up the rows for round one, uh, 
coming in now there's three groups three races uh there's two amateur races in the morning then you guys are racing in the evening it, will that will that shorten up your the people on your on your in in your time race I'm no so our our classes are all still the same in the three hour oh, okay. Um, okay so we're still going to have the same classes it's just the the extremely large group in the morning um a couple of years ago you know there was 800 guys on the track here at once right. so <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna split up the morning group more, but I don't think that it'll it'll change our group too much at all. Um, you know, we'll probably still have the same number of three to four hundred riders on the track. Um, Big Buck is one where a, a lot more lappers are there. Um, with the rain coming in, it's gonna be gnarly. It's gonna be rutted. I feel like it's gonna be like a couple of years ago when Grant got his first win here. So that's mm-hmm. another reason I kind of said he would be very good and johnny g rides the ruts very well um you know historically speaking the yamaha platform is not the best rut bike but ricky ricky seems to mesh with the bike this year so you know that was uh, another another thing i was i was thinking but um you never like i said you never really know i mean um right now i think with everybody kind of spreading out and riding different races from national enduro to two different sprint enduro series there's a lot of guys with confidence just because they're very well in that series you know right. you've yeah. got you've got guys like grant craig DeLong who did great there at sumter who are going to have a a good a good head on their shoulders and then obviously thad had a good ride at the last sprint johnny g dominated um and then josh strang who won the the full gas um and and i mean absolutely annihilated everybody there like all all those guys have a lot of confidence and then you know you really can't count out anybody behind that at xc1 i mean right. there's just it's it's a very very interesting um off season i think everybody's kind of questioning like what's going to pan out yeah and, right um you know the quiet one ashburn like you never know i mean the guy the guy crushed it last year i mean he might come into this year with a new bike and he might have it more dialed in than anybody else um uh, there's there's definitely definitely a lot of there's a big question mark when you start talking xc1 this year oh yeah for sure that's that's when we we were sitting down doing our our handicaps for our fantasy game i was like man we got to make these kind of these are all kind of tight because you just don't know what everybody's on different bikes everybody's yeah. on different kind of like a little bit of different programs and and all that good stuff so yeah. we were just like man where, where's this going to end up at and you're talking about big yeah. buck being like a like a crab shoot when it comes to picking people is that like do you feel like that's kind of like you just said all these people run in different series and everything and, and a pecking order really hasn't been established and do you feel like it takes like that three or four rounds to get like that established and people kind of start falling in line or is that is that yeah okay. I, I i do i mean i think that's a big part of it like i i think that i think that kind of once that that dominance is shown other riders other riders give a little bit more and that rider knows he's got the edge. So, you know, it's 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 more mental. Um, like if you have a very consistent top three, first three rounds, then you're gonna be in a position to where you're that guy. Like you're you're the guy that lines up knowing what you're capable of and you come into you come into round four knowing, okay, this is this is mine. Um, I've got a shot at this. And you ride differently. I mean, you definitely do. So um and I, I, I think, like I said, more than anything, it's, it's more mental. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, for, so we get off top of a little racing here. Um, 
I love the dumb and dumber reel that you put out on Instagram. <laughs> love that. What, what made you guys do that? Like what, what made you even, you know, go buy one of those? <laughs> so that's actually a, a buddy of mine. He does like a bunch of random, random little vehicles like that every year. And, um, and he was, he was making this, this little van into an 18 van. And we saw that a couple other teams put up that they were the 18. So we, we, <laughs> jokingly got the band to, to do the 18 skit and i guess you probably haven't seen the the newest one we put it out probably while you guys were on the show but just posted another one the the 18 intro but good deal uh, yeah it's, it's pretty funny so we tried to remake the recreate the 18 intro a little bit but so um does your buddy happen it, to be ginger billy what's that does it happen to be ginger billy's no, no, his stuff would never look that clean. <laughs> no, uh, no, this is another guy um, that that does mini trucks. He just no. sells. He, he's he's a used car dealer, but he sells a ton of these little mini trucks all over to the races and stuff. And and he does these funny, like he's done the Barbie van and just a bunch. Uh, the mystery he did the the Scooby Doo mystery bus. Like he's he's done a bunch of funny little things like that. And it just worked out the timing was perfect that we could get it and, and, uh, make a, make a couple funny, funny videos. <laughs> and we were sitting there like basically passing time. And, uh, we were actually waiting on parts for our photo shoot and they're like, what else can we do with this thing? And I was like, we got to do the dumb and dumber skit. Like, <laughs> yeah. We can do that way better than the Lawrence brothers. So, yeah. um, I was dying laughing, man. I was loving it. Yeah. I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, my personal favorite skit, you know, was the was the one that, you know, I, I'm sure was planned out when you uh, tipped the uh, skid steer over oh, into yeah. the ditch. That was, uh, <laughs> that, that, looked was... Like, that looked hairy. That looked hairy. I might still have a concussion from that one. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, man, I'm yeah. sure. Seven seven feet off the ground, straight to the side, and my head hit the glass. Like, oh. they, there's no give. Like a, a car, a car kind of crunch, crunches a little bit. Like yeah. a skid steer is is just twelve thousand pounds of metal going straight down, and it it there was absolutely zero give in it when I hit. Like it was it was a good one. Well, I'm <laughs> sure you hit the ground before you even really. I mean, did, did that bridge that bridge collapsed right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's it's something that. We've run the skid steer and the tractor over a dozen times, a lot more than that, and, and never it it never even flexes. And then just out of nowhere, one side one side broke, and it happened to be right where my track was sitting. And I I saw the the front of the bridge come up, and I'm like, I'm fucked. So <laughs> it, was, it was like it, it happened very quick. So. Yeah. Usually, yeah, there was no getting out of that one. Those usually always do happen really quick. So yeah. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. I didn't see how you guys got it out of there. Did, did, you, did you, Is it still there or did you guys get it out? They probably no, we, we got it out. It, it took some It took some creativity that we couldn't get the track <laughs> down to it, so we had to get a dozer down there, which doesn't make things easy. Yeah. Um, got, a, got a dozer and a few chains and and had to cut away at the bank, push the bridge out, take a tree out, and, and we were able to – able to get it up out of there but it was it was not an easy task no i'm sure not and that you know you know that alone right there is just kind of like the the struggles of 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 owning your own business in the shoals as well so like you know being a team manager preparing for your race season and then on top of that running the shoals i I mean man do you need more than 24 hours in a day Sometimes the, the days run short. Luckily, we've got a good crew here at the Shoals. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, right right now, like we've got a, a good group of guys to to work the tracks on most days, and then 
my aunt and uncle, um, they, they run, they run the, the majority of, of what well, my aunt does like day-to-day stuff, signing people in. And then I try to step in with the training groups, do a little bit of coaching on the side and, and work on tracks when I can. But, um, luckily we have a, a pretty good group in place. So there's not too much extra workload there. And I enjoy running the equipment. So for me to go out and build a track, I, it's something that I'd probably be, probably be doing either way. And, um, I enjoy doing coaching when I have the chance as well. So, you know, none of that stuff, none of that stuff plays in too bad. And, you know, getting to ride with the group every day, it, it, it really helps me, um, as a racer. I mean, you know, there's, there's benefits of having extra eyes and, um, having the trainers here tell me some things that I need to work on. But, beyond that um a lot of times when you're when you're teaching yourself like if i'm teaching these kids what what i i see is the right way to do things then um you know a lot of times i'll see i'll pick up on things that i might be doing in my own riding and also just being aware i mean we've got so many kids right now we've got 20 30 person groups every day so wow having that many guys on the track is almost like racing every single day so you're very aware of what what a lapped rider is is prone to do so when i go racing nine times out of ten i know kind of where this guy's going to go and how he's going to do it yeah that's something that we've we've talked to we talked to you a lot about this topic and and a lot of other guys as well is is the lapper um um getting around lap traffic and how that has to be a huge part of your racecraft nowadays with the way that uh that 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 the GNCCs are are so crowded and and then like you also said that big bucks a big race itself so I'm sure that's something that you got to be mindful of is that something when you're <clears throat> walking the track are you constant or, or or biking the track are you constantly like like I got to find not like the the fast line but I have to have like four or five lines to be ready for lap traffic not necessarily like when when I come up on lappers like you don't really ever know where they're going to be. So yeah. it's, it, it's tough. I mean, obviously you can ruin your race um, by getting tangled up with somebody. And unlike any other form of pro racing, like we are out there with amateurs. So it, it's, a, it does play a huge, uh, a huge role in it, but it's, it's mainly being able to do it on the fly. Like you're, you're setting things up. You're trying to set things up as you see their helmet three turns in advance. Like, all right, they're they're probably riding the main line. I'm going to go ahead and try to get on the inside here to get on the outside in the next corner just to be in a different place. And, you know, there's times where that goes completely wrong when they hear your bike and they come over in the line that you were that you were trying to use and they're just trying to get out of your way. So, you know, there that that side of it's very difficult. Like. But as you, as you get faster and lap more guys, you kind of see, like, you can tell a lot by their body language. And you can see if the rider is most likely going to go left or right or going to slow down, um, try to get out of your way and try to not put yourself in a position to get tangled with him. Um, you know, that's, there's, it's a big focus thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I used to fuss it um, to, to the guys that I've worked with, Liam Draper and Ben Nelko have had a ton of tangles with lap riders. Like Mm -hmm. it's almost every race. Like I would hear, Oh man, I, I hit a lapper and yes, I occasionally tangle with a lapper, but nine times out of 10, I, I make those passes clean and, and don't even get close. But, um, you know, a lot of the younger guys don't know how to, 
how to read what the lap rider is actually going to do. So they put right. themselves in bad positions with it. Yeah, yeah. You never know what uh, what what guys like guys like Brandon like, are going to do. Yeah, guys like me. No, <laughs> when I hear these guys come, I just get the hell off the track. I'm just like, I'm going to go in the bushes. <laughs> Actually, I just usually just stay in my line, and yeah. they're, they're smart enough to to get around me. So yeah. Um, so hey, we're, we're, one last question for you, Stu. Um, what do you what do you think about um, the AMA rule with all the um, now making every kid wear a chest protector? And I'm sure you're probably for it because of all the crashes and stuff. I was just wondering about what, about your opinion on that. I mean, in my opinion, I think that every single rider out there should have nips in their helmet. I think that every rider out there should have a chest protector on. I think that every rider should have knee braces on. I mean. When it when it comes to that, especially with kids, like to to me, I mean, you can't put a number on 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 somebody's safety. And yeah, right. uh, I I've always worn chest protectors. I've always I've always always looked. Uh, I might look like an older rider. I look like an old vet guy out there with a big bulky <laughs> chest protector on. But to me, to me, like I've I've had some big crashes, and I know that that thing is has definitely saved me a time or two. And mm-hmm. um, I think that it's a I think that it's a good rule. I think that they need to stick to it. And I think that every kid or parent that has any complaint, it's completely irrelevant. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, well, it's hot. You know, what about a heat stroke? Bullshit. You're 13 years old. Like, you're not going to get a heat stroke. Right. It'd be hard. It'd be hard for me as a parent to have, like, the balls to go and complain about that one. (laughs) Yeah, like, I make Colton wear the, uh, what's like the, shit, I can't remember what it's called now. It's like the the moto vest. Yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. and and they even give you like ice packs to put in there for like hot days and stuff like that. So, whatever. Are we bringing back the kidney belts, Stu? Since you're a vet rider, you bringing back the kidney <laughs> belt? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm every once in a while, like when I when I took the foot peg to my back a couple years ago at Sumter, I I really considered it to the point. <laughs> I, I more than considered it. I I got one. I rode in it, and it was. I could not breathe. So, um, yeah, that, that did not work like, like at all. I so. remember when I was a kid, everybody, everybody had one. It was oh, like yeah. a kidney belt. Everybody had the kidney belt. When I came back to racing a couple of years ago, Brandon, I, I had one on and I came around the first lap and I pulled over and I was like, Craig, rip this thing off of me right now. Yeah. They're, 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 they're tough to ride with. I, I thought that, I thought that it was something I could do, but yeah, there's, there's no way you're like, you're, you're short of breath the entire time with it. Like you cannot breathe into your stomach at all. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. I'm I'm a mouth breather too. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, well, Stu, man, we appreciate your time tonight. We know you got a big trailer to load up and uh, a big weekend ahead of you. So um, I'm glad that Devin can safely put you on his, uh, on his team after hearing you, uh, your, your predictions for this weekend. So uh, we appreciate your time tonight, man. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. All, All right, buddy. Talk to you Good later. Good luck, buddy. All right. See ya. See ya. Yeah. All right, guys. Stu Baylor on the show tonight. Uh, awesome talking to him, as always. Always, yeah. always has a great insight. I mean, I feel like, you know, we, we've we had hour-long talk conversations with right. Stu before, and I feel like every time he's on, we could have an hour-long conversation oh, yeah. easily. But tonight, we got to keep the show rolling. That's right. And um, um, uh, But it was just nice to get him on and get him talking about it this season. And, I, you know, it's cool to hear him because he's always been a guy that's very <clears throat> in-depth in his thought mm-hmm. when it comes to predicting riders and, and who's who he feels like is going to win, who he feels like is going gonna, is gonna to do well, even if it's mm-hmm. not him. And um, to hear him talk about, you know, the three guys that he talked about oh, yeah. are not really guys that 
you know, um, get brought up the very first thing for a, a race win this year. Right. So it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> love hearing his insight about everything. Very smart guy about, yeah. about racing and especially GNCC racing and, and all that. And uh, I knew exactly who was going with that with a, with a, with a new guy coming up. Yeah. And Johnny Gerrard is a huge guy on, on that topic. Um, yeah. Real quick before we get Hunter Hart on, let's do our new segment. We're going to do a new segment. We're going to try this segment out. It's going to be called the Sunstar Shifting Gear Segment. Um, Dust, uh, Dustin, Producer D over Producer there. D. He's got uh, some questions to ask us. And, and these questions were submitted to us via Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Brandon put a questionnaire up on our story. Yep. So all, if you guys want to do this uh, weekly, we can do this for sure. A- ask any and question. Ask any, any question. Devin's going to read every single question. <laughs> some of them aren't questions. Right. It's okay. But though. we're going to respond. Right. Devin's going to read every one of them. What? <clears throat> I also commented and said if they have any more questions they would like to add. Yeah, can do that. they got to okay, add yeah. them before we're done with the segment, though, so right. you got about yes. five minutes. Right. <laughs> All right, so Rapid question fire. one. Will Rapid Bill fire. Balance ever be on the show? Yeah, I'd love to have we Bill Balance on the show. Right. I mean, I don't I don't think we're going to argue with that one. No. Um, we, we've never actually reached out to, to Bill, Bill right. but I would love to have Bill Balance on the show and talk to him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a legend in the sport. Um, uh, you know, if we had Bill on, the last one we would need of the four guys that have dominated the sport would be Chris Borsch. Yeah, and um, but that would be awesome. I tell you for what, sure. man, the the older vet guys are hard to do podcasts with because they're like, I don't want to do one of those. You know Except I mean? for Barry Hawk. <laughs> yeah, Barry. Barry As you can awesome. tell, Barry Barry is 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 a friend of ours, right. and uh, it, it was awesome having him but having him in. But I absolutely we would love, love to have Bill Balance. Yeah, on. for sure. Next question. All right, this is. Will you make the fantasy to involve all pro lines? All pro lines. So I'm assuming they're talking about um, like the uh, ATV, um, 4x4 pro, women's pro, uh, pro women's on the dirt bikes. Um, all the dirt bike <coughs> right. pro classes, pro you know, I, three. So we, we've talked about something like this, right? So we, we probably couldn't do... Um, picks for everyone, but we've talked about maybe like a wild card pick, right? Something yeah, so, like that. Something like that. Like, um, just to be honest, as of right now, we are doing good <laughs> to do what we do. Um, um, uh, that's not something that's going to be out of the question in the future. Right. But like uh, right now, our our primary um, thinking behind the the fantasy is to get the website up and running, get it functional. Right. And then, you know, and then we can tweak it going forth right. uh, in, in the future. I, I mean, if that's something that everybody would be interested in, I would love to do something like that. Right. But first, <laughs> yeah, like the way we picked it, we picked the two classes is just because those are the two broadcasted races on right. TV. Those are the races that people can actually follow. Mm-hmm. Like now, I know everybody can follow live timing right. and scoring, but, but like we're we're talking about like heart, you're like your your fan, you're like we know most of riders are you know watching that stuff, but like <laughs> your casual fan that like you know pops yeah. in or whatever yeah. that doesn't do it, uh, we figured it'd be easier for them at first and a little bit easier on us since we're actually. Yeah. Yeah, um, you guys got to remember, we're doing this basically <laughs> out of the Stone Age. Um, we are doing it by hand. So, um, you know, uh, for this season, it's only going to be the PM ATV race and the PM bike race. And that is any classes. Like right. I said, if you're a, if a guy, if a B rider finishes in the top 20, which is probably not going to happen, that rider will score points. So it's not just your XC1 and your XC2 riders, but it's just it's your your PM ATV race and your PM bike race. Right. So, what well, I think a big thing there too, <clears throat> you have to learn to walk before you can run. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Let's get everything started and then go from there, right? Right. All right. Next question. Right. Is Caitlin Osborne going to be on the show? 
We've reached out to Caitlin, I think, we a couple actually, times. We, we, we did reach out to her, and she wanted to come on at one point in time, but then uh, her work schedule interfered with her getting on, and then it just never never transpired again. But I would love to have Caitlin yeah. on for sure. Yeah, we would definitely like to have her going. Yep. All right. Is Rodney going to race this year? <laughs> is Rodney going to race this year? Probably Rodney not. Tomlin. Rodney Tomlin just <laughs> retired last year. Yeah. Now, Rodney Cooper. <clears throat> um, I'm not real. I mean, there is a race bike sitting downstairs. Uh, <laughs> that race bike hasn't been sold for a reason. <laughs> And that reason is to train Devin. <laughs> it's, hey, it's because it's paid off and he doesn't have a payment. So if he gets rid of it. <laughs> hey, guys, if you want to rag on something, I, I, I heard a rumor that that quad might get traded for a dirt bike. Uh, I'm just hearing a rumor. I mean, I'm not trying to start any crap or anything. but He, he did mention that. So He said he was getting old so, and he couldn't take the abuse of the ATV. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is, is I know as long as that, that quad is sitting downstairs, like if I get on that quad, I'm going to want to race it. I know that I can't race a dirt bike, so Aww. I just thought I could get something to put around with. Uh-huh. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many rounds of GNCC are you going to show up to? We're going to try to do what this year we've not really looked at the schedule but i want to try uh, to do all the north rounds the, i was honestly except for iron man that's hunting season for me <laughs> well see listen I, I was really wanting to go to go to round one it's still not out of the question just yet you gotta leave like tomorrow no 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 see this is my problem he races on sunday that's right that's true that's right so this is my problem guys um unfortunately i'm a head coach of a basketball team um my son is currently playing on um so i have a I committed to that not thinking about GNCC popping up when it did. So, unfortunately, <laughs> came out so, of nowhere. <laughs> well, no, like, like this is all planned. You know, like I honestly, if I wasn't a head coach for the team, I would probably just pull him out and this is roll. Um, so, we would probably have to leave at like two o'clock out of West Virginia, drive six or seven hours, grab a hotel, wake up, race at eight o'clock in the morning, and then drive back. <laughs> back to West Virginia yeah. again. Um, it's not out of the question. I'm really thinking about maybe doing it. Me and Jonathan are thinking about doing it. Um, not real sure yet. Um, I will let everybody know. I'll keep everybody posted on it. But I might be going. Yeah. So you, the the guy beside me, he's not. I'm not real sure. No, so. I'm not going because my son is uh, – he made it to the state championship for youth wrestling uh, this past week, and he made it by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is the eighth seed out of the second um, uh, district. So um, this weekend we are we, – we have been – deep in wrestling practices we have been going to felix gym in morgantown we have been going to different practices we are in and um <laughs> next week's the state tournament so this weekend i gotta be around um and also actually this weekend i got a uh, cool date with my wife lined up so oh jesus yeah all right you know. so <laughs> now that both of you made me look bad as a parent yeah, right. We can uh, move on because my my kid has tournaments starting for basketball this weekend on Saturday, right. and I'm also his coach. But I will be in South Carolina racing. Right. So. so it's hard, man. It really is. Um, David Hawkins. I don't. I, I. Hey, I'm guessing two. That's man. You're not giving us much credit. Jeez, no. I no, mean, we, you at least make. <laughs> we made five. You at least we made, made four or five. We made five last five year. Last year. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. at least four or five of you yet. Yeah. Beckley snowshoe. Mason yep. Dixon, yep. Um, John Penton, yep. That's four. Yep. Yep. And what's, then what's the other one I was thinking? The buckwheat. Oh yeah. Buckwheat. The buckwheat. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah so we it, were at five last year. We're, just, we're gonna try to. We, I, it, it'd be a good goal. We're gonna try to make half of them this year. Yeah. Twelve rounds. We want to make six rounds. All right. We <laughs> know for sure snowshoe the golf tournament 
brings them right in. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have two teams this year. <laughs> two teams. He, he won't so, race, but he'll play golf. <clears throat> I will. Right. I will. Next question. I think we have time for one more question. All right. Last question. Are you two riding Mountain State Hair Scramble this year? And if so, what class are you guys planning to run? Ooh. Um, this is Greg Radcliffe. Is that hey, the Greg? Greg? Is yes, that, yes. That's Greg that we went to high school What's up, What's Greg? Up, Greg? Um, um, so this year, probably, maybe, maybe well, a race here and there, but we not won't the full run series. the whole series. Um, no. I'm probably, I'm planning on maybe shut up to one, two, maybe skip a few, catch a couple here, maybe there. Are you trying um, to make a run? <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't no, quit your day job. No, um, probably some kind of plus thirty class. Yeah, uh, I'd have to look at the. You know, I'm an old bet, old bet guy. If Rodney races, I'm signing him up for pro. <laughs> that, see, this is why can he I stopped not, racing. Can I, this is why I was told he stopped <laughs> racing because he 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 figured, he felt like he was going to have to keep going up. That he would yeah. feel like he needed keep to keep pushing. going up, to keep pushing, keep yeah. pushing. I told him just to go back and ride the vet <clears> class <throat> and just enjoy life, you know, and, yeah. and race some. But well. <laughs> if I signed up, I would either sign up in um, um, I would either sign up in the vet AB class or I would sign up for the B twenty one plus class and defend my title from two years ago. <laughs> I don't I don't know that you can defend your title no. anymore. It's, it's already it's already taken. Nah, I can defend it. It's already taken. There's only one guy that's had it since me, uh, and I'm sure he. I'd, I'd come. I come run the number one plate of the vet, of the B class. They'd be like, "Who's this guy?" Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we ready to get Hunter Hart. Yeah, on? let's get Hunter Hart on the line. Uh, hey guys, thanks again, Sunstar Chain and Sprockets for sponsoring that questionnaire segment. If you guys liked it, uh, let us know, and we're gonna we, try will to do it keep, every week we will and... keep doing it every week. So, with that being said, we're gonna go to commercial break. We'll get Hunter on the line, and uh, we'll be right. You've seen them at the track. Now, online. Magna1Motorsports.com From used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus, all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magna1Motorsports.com or trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magna One's Magna One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon, join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at Magna1Motorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com, your everything dirt bike headquarters. Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year. Which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, for your mountain bike, for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer of protection over your CV boot. 
check out sealsavers.com and enter the code splitline for 25% off. That's sealsavers.com and the code is splitline for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. All right, we're on. All right, we are back from commercial break. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Thanks to all the awesome sponsors that sent those commercials in. And thanks to the next guy on the line, Mr. Hunter Hart. What's going on, buddy? What is going on, everybody? How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing, doing good, man. We're, we're doing good, man. Awesome to have you back on the show. Uh, friend of the show, man, we've had you on the show for, I feel like, a couple of years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so what's new, man? How's it going? Dude, it's going well. You know, we're down here in Florida getting – getting life together, making sure everything is ready to go and just packing up to go go get this party started this weekend. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, good deal, man. Yeah. You, you putting away the sea dew yet or what? We parked it last week. You know, we had to uh, – <laughs> Had, had a full focus in. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, it, it, it looks fun though. It looks like every time that I see you riding one, I'm like, man, I still think I can stand up on that yeah. thing. Dude, they're great. It's so fun. It's yeah. they're so fun, dude. Yep. It's a weekly. It's a weekly, weekly itinerary down here. You know, right. Wednesday rolls around, dude. We're we're headed to the river. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. deal. So, has everything down in Florida been like status quo to what? your normal off season has looked like or uh anything different this year no nah, dude it's, it's been you know honestly better than ever we uh it's it's just been going smooth you know everything's been going super smooth had a great great group of guys down here this winter and yeah no it's been good um no i mean no no complaints really you know one of our one of our stronger off seasons i know everybody everybody says that they had had their best off season ever and uh but no we definitely have, have put in the groundwork uh changed up a couple things early on to, to prevent a couple issues that we usually run into about this time of the year yeah and we're good you know i mean it's we're lined up feeling strong feeling ready feeling froggy yeah. good deal hey, and he, I, he does have results to back up what he's saying yeah. for his office hey, he always kicks butt down there in yeah. Florida, man always he's racking up with. <laughs> um so speaking of that any big changes to the program like bike uh training anything like that nothing not a single thing, dude. More jet skis. More dude, jet skis. Uh, more jet skis. <laughs> hey, man, that's more, a workout. That's a workout. More jet skis. Uh, we ended, I ended up spending a decent little chunk of change. Ended up putting in a home gym here at the house so that I, nice. I eliminated that excuse, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, it's a fully functioning mm-hmm. gym here. We've got everything you have at a regular gym. And, you know, it's just uh, – it's, it's uh, what is it? Twenty twenty six steps from my bedroom down to, down to the gym. <laughs> Count them. Heck, yeah, man. Heck, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He, he's so, – he's, some days it's a long, some days it's about 31, 32. But. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing some lunges on the way to the gym, right? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Um, I know that number two looked really good last year, but man, that three on your bike, for some reason, I really like it. I don't know why that three, I, I know, see, I know it's not what you want to see, right? I, I know that, but it just looks really good. We all know what's coming next. We know what's coming next. This is a Brandon thing. <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's almost, I almost enjoy having the three more than I enjoyed the two. Yeah. The, uh, the, the three almost feels more earned than, than the two does, Okay. you know, yeah. and, and it's, it's one of those things where it's, you know, everybody was there for that year, you know, yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we're good with that, Yeah. you know, and Hey, it's what it is. 
Right. Yeah, and now the right. next question that Brain is going to ask you <laughs> is when does the Dale Earnhardt uh, right. number never. three never <laughs> never? Oh, never. Man. I, was, I was hoping for the mustache <laughs> and everything, like just straight out Earnhardt. Dude, I'm, I'm a blonde. I couldn't grow a mustache <laughs> if we tattooed it on me. <laughs> we get a sharpie and like you know <laughs> give me the old sharpie stash or something. <laughs> yeah, good so, deal. So not a Dale Earnhardt fan. No, Dale. Dale is king, but uh, right. we uh, can't can't take his font. You know, I don't think we could live up to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, uh, you know, being ready, being down there. Um, Last year, the first couple of rounds, uh, you, you kind of struggled a little bit. You weren't, you really were able to get back to your normal form, your normal self, once you kind of moved up north. Do you feel like you have an emphasis on this year of, of getting a really strong start down, down south this year and trying to get that momentum train going from the beginning? Uh, you know, I'd say I did a pretty good job of keeping it under wraps. Uh, last year, I was, I was pretty injured the first little bit of the season. Okay. I had an I had early practice crash out at Kroom. <laughs> mid-January ended up knocking myself pretty silly you know I couldn't ride actually for about three four weeks there in January and uh that was kind of that was that whole gap that you guys saw that you guys like man why why is Hunter not you know performing the way that we all expected him to and you know it honestly it took me till till summer break to really be able to be back be back to shape of where we were before before I crashed and you know hey you know the last four races I think spoke volume of, of where where I know know we can be and where where we should be when when we're, you know, not, not mending some injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome to, to then hear how well your off season has went this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know that we're, you know, we're excited. We're bummed about the news of Walker, uh, coming this year, um, uh, in missing round one, but we're excited for like the opportunity for like you guys to, to step up into that slot and, and really try to push, um, uh, Neil, um, uh, you know, push him for, for that championship. Cause man, I mean, like you said, when you got to summer break, not knowing now that you were nursing an injury before that, I mean, you look really, really good after summer break and right there before summer break. So, uh, you know, if we can carry that into the beginning of the season, that's, that's, that's an awesome, huge step. Yeah. You know, we've, we've, uh, we've only gotten stronger, you know, we've only gotten stronger. We've only gotten better. And, uh, yeah, we've, I've, you know, a couple of things that were my kryptonites last year, we, we looked at them, you know, we, we stared them dead in the face in the mirror and basically we, we fixed those issues. And, you know, I, I made a point to, to really look at where, where we were struggling and the issues that we were having. And, you know, I, I don't want to, don't want to continue to repeat failures that I've had to, to affect my future, future performances. And, and I think we've done a pretty solid job of that, you know, I mean, we, we don't, you don't know until, Till Saturday at about five o'clock. Really, really, mm. if you were ready or not. But you know, hey, time will tell. And if we we go the way we want to, great. If not, you know, we we get another try in two weeks. So, um, if if you don't mind talking about it, like, what would be one of your biggest things you think you changed uh, that you really focused on off on the off season? Ah, uh, man. I mean, <laughs> just just over. It was it was almost not a complete overhaul, but I ended up uh, hiring a hiring a trainer. You know, mm-hmm. I um went in that way really huge... really changed my diet up mm-hmm. you know pretty much mainstream that cut uh cut essentially if you want to call it all the fat off the edges there of my diet right. um you know and and i just i, I put in a lot of solid weeks early on you right. know i mean we uh we, we were back at it pretty early this year and you know it i think it showed a little bit in those off-season races you know, i mean you can't judge much off of those just because right. they are such a such a hand grenade in a hand basket but you know all in all i think that we 
you know, uh, been feeling good out at Kroom. You know, I, I usually by this point in the year, I'm pretty, pretty smoked from Kroom and, and I'm, I'm excited every day I drive through those gates. I'm, I'm a little more excited than I was the day before. And honestly, this, these past two weeks, I've actually been getting like butterflies driving through the gates, which, which has been a long time since I've gotten those actually back in my youth days. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm loving it. You know, I'm right. back to where, where it's, it's where I feel I should be. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not coming home at the end of the day being like, I, I don't know how to ride my ATV anymore. And, you know, I, I, uh, result that a lot to, you know, Steven and Denise Hatch, they basically, they kind of, they st- sat me down and, and we had a lot of, a lot of hard discussions, you know, after, after the season ended, you know, mm-hmm. Steve and Denise have been, you know, huge supporters of my program for a while now. And, and like anything, it's, it's a building block and you have to be able to build, build with them. Right. And, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're closer than we've ever been, you know, and, uh, at the same time you can be fur- more, uh, further away from your goal than you've ever wanted. But, uh, at the end of the day, you've just got to know that, that there is a goal in mind and, and continue to move towards that. And yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've, I've woke up every day and, you know, there, the goal wasn't always the same. Like every day I used to get pretty monotonous down here. And recently I've, I've been able to keep it fun, keep it fresh. And, uh, I, I think that the jet skiing definitely helps with that. You know, I mean, I get out there and I mean, there, there's no bigger adrenaline rush than when you're jet skiing down the river and you see this eight, 10 foot alligator just <laughs> no, chilling man. on the bank. I and I mean, you're, you're literally like, dude, I, I legitimately could get eaten here. And I think it's just given me this, this more down to earth perspective of just kind of relaxing and, and being able to know that, that it's okay. Like that to live with the fear inside and just know how to, how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Cause I, I'm out on the river, dude. I mean, I wish that I could take all you guys along with me because I mean, it's crazy. Like I'm legitimately <laughs> like jumping over logs and like ducking underneath trees that are down. Oh, and I mean, the river's only maybe 25 feet wide in some spots. Like you're legit in the swamps of Florida and you've got alligators, snakes, turtles, logs, like anything mm-hmm. debris in the river. And I mean, it's, it's crazy. And you know, it kind of, kind of helps just kind of calm the mind of like i'm like if i can jet ski with those things in the water i'm like i'm, I'm good like i can, I can ride an atv <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I, you you had me gone at alligator when you said five to ten foot i'm like yeah. nope i'm out and for people and for people that for people that aren't 100 aware these aren't like jet skis you sit on these are the stand on yeah, jet skis that if, oh, yeah. he, if he would make a mistake he's going in the water yeah oh it's it's i mean i usually end up swimming three four times at times or times a rip you know and yeah. uh yeah it's it's crazy. And I mean, usually like it's only, I've ever gone, I've only ever gone once and not seen any alligators. Usually, you know, you'll see four or five of them, but you know where they are. Like you'll, you see them enough where you're like, okay, that's where that one's going to be. You know, you know, the areas that they're going to stay, which, which is kind of nice. Like it, it kind of is like, oh, you, there's not going to be an alligator here and you're, you're set. But there's, they're so much more scared of us than we are of them, dude. Like I, they literally see us coming and they're, they're in the water before you even see them. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, our last guest, Stu, he was – remember he went to that hospital and he was the only one that had been to that hospital with an alligator bite? <laughs> Something so like that. So it's yeah. – I mean, I'm rare. sure he instigated the alligator. A he did. Bit, he, like. he flicked it in the head. Yeah. I'm sure so. Hunter, Hunter's not doing that, right? Yeah. No. no I mean, like these are like – these are like full – like they're the size of me. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like I had a, I've got a buddy down here, uh, Elijah Edmondson. He's been down here for – Man, it's going on three weeks now, and he went jet skiing with me, and he was like, dude, they just look like logs. I'm like, you got to know what you're looking for, and we circled around. There was one on a, on a weed patch, and he was like sitting there, and I went over and kind of spooked it out of the out of the weeds. I went up and splashed it, and Elijah almost fell in the water, dude. He, his <laughs> eyes were so big. He was just like, I'm out, dude. I'm not doing that again. I'm done. Yep. I'd be me, man. I'd be like, nope. See ya. <laughs> I'm out of here. So, yeah. sounds like next off season, <clears throat> next year rolls around. 
we have to go down to Florida just to be able to see what this is like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. You can't see anything, dude. I mean, the water is literally I'm I'm standing in the water. You can't see my ankles if I'm at knee deep water. So it's <laughs> it, like, it yeah. looks pretty pretty like it's, uh it looks like dr pepper so it's like a wild sweet pork. yeah it's dr pepper sweet tea yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're the sweet tea with a dot dr pepper commercial <laughs> yeah so it's like when we go to wild boar and you look at those mud holes <laughs> exactly. that don't look very Just deep like that. yeah but you, it's because you can't see the bottom mm-hmm. yeah yeah see, yeah, it's crazy see Devin, you weren't here a couple years ago i have a running bet with with hunter it's been two years running that i feel like i could stand up on his Jet ski first try, and he says no way. So, we're gonna have to make that happen eventually. Hey, especially not after I put you in the swamps of Florida, and you've got the thoughts of alligators, you know. Mm-hmm. And hey, who knows? There could be a bull shark. Like this connects to the ocean, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm only. I, I mean, it's a 27 mile rip from where I launch at to the ocean, and I wanted to go in the worst way. But so I only get, I get 19, or I, excuse me, I get 16 miles to a tank of fuel, and. At that point, like I'm out of gas. Like I get an hour and five minutes of ride time, and I am I am on fumes. Like I need to be at the dock, or else I'm swimming. Oh, and uh, I need to pack a uh, a thing of uh, premix with me, like a can of oil, put it in like a pocket or something, and rip. So when I get to the gas station, I can like slowly pour the premix in with the jet ski because I can get gas on the water. And I I'm gonna do it before I leave. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, hey, I've seen some gnarly gnarly videos of uh of, of those uh skis on the ocean mm-hmm. like smoke oh, hitting waves and everything well, that would be once once we get to like round three or four and hunter's not <laughs> showing up to the races anymore yeah. i guess we know where to go look yeah oh i'm, I'm missing in a swamp yeah you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a headline hunter hart not to line up this weekend <laughs> due to due to missing hunter hart missing you guys are gonna be like oh he's just in the swamp dude he's just out of gas somebody yeah, right. gotta go get him yeah well <laughs> when you said snakes earlier we're not in like the anaconda oh god no. uh like we're not in that part of florida are we no i mean okay, they're good. in they're they're everywhere in florida but they're they're not it gets almost too cold up here and you're like cold in florida but it gets pretty chilly up here <laughs> in some some days but no you've got your your water moccasins yeah. your cotton mouths your rattlesnakes the, the water moccasins just are the, the typical worst ones because they're mean right. so like they'll chase me that's the issue <laughs> have yeah. they have they chased yeah you? i had i had one one day i was jet skiing down the river and i thought it was just a log and i come up on the thing and it turns does a 180 and it's like coming at me and i'm like dude <laughs> like i'll freaking run you over and the thing was pissed off and uh i asked my buddy about it and he was like oh yeah dude they'll they'll, they'll mess you up and i was like i'm good could you like, imagine? <laughs> could you imagine following the water and having? Oh gosh! Right. So all the Dude, things that you, you have, what. and then yeah. the water moccasin is like you fall off the jet ski <laughs> and you're worried about alligators and stuff, and then here just comes a water moccasin across the water. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you what. You hit the water, you swim like Michael Phelps. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm the sure. scary part is when you're like swimming, dude, and your foot hits something on the bottom. Let me tell you what. I, uh-huh. I'm not, it, it, oh, dude, it's so bad. I do that in a lake in West Virginia. I know, say, that's what I was going to say. Like, we go to Tiger, and I'm jumping the water. I'm like, what was that? Did you touch my the, the, Here's the bad thing. Is Hunter mentioned, like, the, the things that, he's a, that, that you should be afraid of down right. there? And water moccasins was third. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Not good. So, uh, not good. So, what was your sketchiest moment at Kroom this this off season? Sketchy moment. Man. Any, any, or any, any sketchy moment? Uh, uh, I was hitting a lot of trees early on. I'm gonna be straight <laughs> up with you guys. I mean, dude, there was there was a week in December where I swear I clipped seven seven trees. All right, I've got a perfect one. 
So I was out there. I had two. So the one, and they were on the same section. Track was just reversed. The one I actually ended up, I had a tree root, and I'd just been kind of missing it all the time. It was about the size of a water bottle, and it was broke off. And I was just missing it, missing it, missing it. One lap, my front end dropped into the whoop. I was one off, and it dropped into came tree root came through my a arm, stopped me dead. I did a perfect like stoppy, and literally the tree root just <laughs> held the bike straight up and down. Wow, well, that was great. Yeah, snapped <laughs> it off in there. I was like, that's not good. And then there going the other way on the loop. I was it, it was real early down here. I was like maybe two weeks in getting my loop built, burn in. And I'm just skimping across the top of these whoops. I hit a set of dry pine needles. And anybody who's ever hit dry pine needles knows it's worse than ice. I hit it, dude. I slid right into the side of that tree and just went, Rawr, and just literally did a full 180. And I'm just, like, on the bike. And I'm like, I'm so glad that this was soft sand, dude. I was like, I'm going to freaking flip here. And, uh, yeah, those 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 were the two. Um, I had another pretty sketchy one, mountain biking. Dude, I was uh, with Dylan Walraven was down here. We were we were biking one day and uh, we were rolling through this section and uh, I ended up just coming up and dude, I almost ate a tree like squared up with my shoulder. I basically like shoulder checked it, felt like a dirt bike guy. And I was like, that was almost ugly. Yeah, we were doing like 1820. You know, we were just cranking (laughs) on these things. Uh, you're telling me these stories and all I can think about is that video of you and Iron Man smoking that tree. Oh, dude, I know. I'm so glad to walk away from that. Perfectly fine. Right. Not a single bruise. I didn't even have a scratch. I mean, that, you came to a very quick stop. Violent stop. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looked like Cody Shaw hitting the over-under. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you see that, Hunter? Supercross. I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was a rough one. <laughs> that was a rough one. But, yeah. but no, dude, the crew crew loop's been good. It's it's been rough. Uh, it's been it's gotten deep. It's gotten super deep. <laughs> That's good, man. That, that that well, the good news is hopefully you got all your hitting your trees out of the way. It's like well, they come in threes, right? So we should be good good for at least a couple of rounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, getting into the schedule, I know that you know, yeah, um, um, you're down there in Florida training and everything. Um, but are are you excited to to get out of those conditions? Because you've you've been there for since you know January or before um, uh, pumping out the laps and everything. Are you excited to get back to to riding regular dirt after these first couple rounds are over, or um, uh, or, or are you just loving the sand? Dude, I'm gonna put up residency down here and just call it a day. I was gonna say he's but, got the uh, blonde hair and everything. But no, I mean, uh, it's it great. Yeah. You know, I went up. I uh, had an awesome class with some great people up in Georgia, the, the Bothwell boys, mm-hmm. and uh, it was. You know, I went up there, and I mean, I've, I don't think I've had more fun riding clay than you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went up there. What was it? It would have been two two weekends ago. And um, dude, I mean, I literally we were just doing laps. I mean. I rode through probably 10 gallons of fuel that weekend in a Saturday, Sunday. I mean, I was loving it. And, uh, I was I, literally, I, I rode clay. I called my mom on the way home. I was like, mom, that was the most fun I've had riding my ATV <laughs> in so long. I've, and I was having fun at Croom, but like, it was just the change of scenery. The fact that I felt like I gained 20 horsepower everywhere. Oh uh, yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, this is amazing. Right. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Cause you're, you know, the sand always sucks the power out of the bike. So you're probably going, going for something to suck in your power to, giving yeah. you power <laughs> so, yeah. exactly yeah i mean dude it was it was crazy though like we did i had an awesome class with those guys they had a turn track they go dude i don't think i've ever seen our turn track this rough i mean we started out the turn track was flat and uh by the time we left i mean dude i'm talking they're uh, the youngest brother there his uh name's bo 
and the berms were taller than he was. And I mean, what? it was just, oh yeah. I mean, that's how many laps we did. I mean, I'm talking just lap after lap after lap. Of, and this was on clay. Wow. Yeah. Well, since you had so much fun in the clay, that means you're definitely ready for the wet clay that we'll be racing in this week, right? Dude, I'm stoked. Don't you dare. I mean, I do love a good mud race. <laughs> if it's going to be a mud race, I'd much rather it just completely pour to where you can't even walk down pro row than be like that middle of the road, like, ah, kind of ego dirt, going to run up real nice for the bike guys. No, screw that. I want a complete <laughs> swamp or I want a dust race. I, I don't want like the average conditions, like right. quotes on average. I'm not a fan of average. Give me, give me the extremes. <laughs> I, I feel like with the clay, when you get like that mixture of just a little bit of water and clay, it gets super heavy. It just mm-hmm. sticks to everything. But if you can get it wet enough, then it just kind of runs off of you. Or if it's dry, exactly. you don't have to worry about it. So right. I definitely would exactly. agree with that. Yeah. So, Brandon, what is it? An inch and a half of rain? Inch and a half, Thursday to Friday. Yeah. yeah. Inch and a half. Uh, yeah. It could, could be snow. It could be snow. Oh, too. man, it could. Because uh, I think that, like, the temperatures down there is like maybe, what, 40s? Really? 30s. I think, I think it's only 30s. 30s. Is it 30s? Is it 30s? Yeah. I think the race mm-hmm. is only 50s. I don't, the 50s. I don't check the weather, though. <laughs> I just... I just get the reports from other people. I mean, what am I going to do? You know, we're going either way. Like, I'll be, I'll just be surprised when we get there. Be like, oh, it's like 85 degrees and sunny. Or, oh, wow, it's it's 22 degrees and snowing. Just go oh, prepared for everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll put the mud stuff on at the house here. Worst case scenario, I just stick bolts and it's off. <laughs> he said, I'll load the jet ski up, bring it with me. Yeah. Don't, don't you tempt me with a good time, dude. Yeah. Camp, Camp Coker, you just, you're going to see me out there doing laps in the pond. They're going to be like, Hunter, what do you think of the track? Well, I, I haven't seen the track much. I've just ridden in the ponds. <laughs> ponds. Yeah. Well, that year that you won Ironman, you might have legitimately been able to run the jet ski on that track. I could have, in the field sections on the last lap, I could have. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, once I'm up plane, I only need like three and a half, four inches of water and I can, I can skim over most stuff. Like once I can get up, I'm good. But like getting up, you'd probably need a foot and a half to two feet of water to, to be safe. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. a swimming pool is perfectly fine. If you could get it oh, in a big absolutely. swimming pool. Absolutely. We could, we could easily backflip it in the swimming pool. I couldn't, but you know, if, if you got somebody that, that was capable of it, you could easily. Ronnie, like Ronnie said he'll videos? try. Yes. Yeah. Have, have you tried? Have we tried? You need a jet ski that's super light and has a ton of torque. I will that's say the, they they sound super torquey. Oh yeah, like um, Cooper Stewart, <laughs> he's got uh, one of his jet skis down here that's a freestyle ski, and I mean the jet ski weighs maybe two hundred twenty pounds, where like my Cowie weighs probably seventy five to one hundred pounds more, and his is his is short. Like if you look at it, it's like eight to probably eight to. 18 inches shorter and it's just like a and it's all torque it's just like there's no top speed but it's all just that bottom end <laughs> yeah just yeah those uh, those guys at freestyle it, it doesn't even look like it should be physically possible to no. do what they do that's that jet drive you just <laughs> yeah. yeah so what did what was it like at supercross this weekend kind of um uh, so did the fan kind of know you that took a selfie with you or did she like like how did all yeah. that that's, yeah, that's, that's so, cool, man. Um, it's, uh, ironically, we, uh, big shout out to the Collins family. You know, they, uh, they, they got us the tickets for that and, uh, it was fun to go. And, uh, but no, we were sitting there and, uh, I wasn't really paying attention. I was just kind of in la la land and my dad goes, Hey, and like, after like the fourth time when I'm tapping on my shoulder, I'm like, what's up, dude? I'm like, yo, she wanted to say hi. And I was like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? 
and you know, I didn't put two and two together first. And then, uh, they actually, they go to the, the action off-road camp at, uh, Society Hill, South Carolina. And, uh, yep. That's where they knew me from. And, um, (laughs) they, uh, they were like, what are you doing? And we talked for a bit and then they took the selfie and, uh, yeah, it was funny. You know, it's always cool when you, when you're able to see people like that out at, uh, out at other events like it's pretty right. cool yeah I, I was wondering how you how you felt like that like man like how do these people just pick me out of the like uh six like forty thousand people in the stadium or whatever that's that's pretty yeah neat. yeah the craziest part is like when i go to like a grocery store down here like I, i've been to Publix like four or five times and you know i'll, I'll usually have on like a maxis or a fly sheet <laughs> and uh the maxis one dude you wouldn't believe how many people you know will come up and like start a conversation over that and i'm like dude that's crazy <laughs> really? and like you oh yeah i mean i've had it you know, probably, I wouldn't say often, but I'd say probably once a month, you know? Wow. That's yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, if I were racing stuff out in public, there's a lot of people that will come up to you and talk about it and be like, oh, you, you race, and they'll just bring up stuff. Right. But it's kind of cool because you find that there's a lot more people that are interested in our sport than what you would think there would be, mm-hmm. and they might not even actually be in the race. Right. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I met these, I met these people at Croom and, uh, they're actually going to come out to the, uh, to the Florida GNCC. And then I've actually, I've got a couple, uh, rappers that are coming to the oh, Florida really? GNCC really? as well. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, I'm not going to say what he's driving, but if he shows up in it, it'll, it'll be hilarious. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Super cool dude. Lives out in Orlando. I, uh, actually got him set up with a couple, couple of my sponsors got him dialed in. And, uh, yeah, dude's legit. He's got like 1.8 million followers on Instagram. Wow. Like guy was like, used to room with Cardi B dude, dude's hilarious. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. That is cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hunter Hart, man, making himself popular down in Florida. I love it. Love it dude. too. Speaking of wearing t-shirts, racing t-shirts, I, this is just a question that's popped up in my head. Have you, do you ever wear a, a, an event tee with yourself on it? No, never. Yeah. Never. I feel, I feel like, <laughs> like, I feel like that's the goal <laughs> to like, to be on an event tee one day, like, like that's like, as a little kid, like, I'm sure like, you know, Hunter, you were like, as a little kid, you're like, man, oh, dude. I, I want to be on an event tee. I owned them all. Like when I was younger, my grandma used to go up and she'd get one from every GNCC. Like I've, I've got GNCC tees from Oh nine. Yeah. Till man, I'd say probably 15 they still fit? or 16. <laughs> and, uh, at that point I was like, I was like, Graham, we gotta stop buying these. She's like, why? I'm like, well, I know those people. Like, I'm I'm over it. I'm, I'm clipping the cord. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, like, I've I've always thought that. Like, once like you get to like where you're at, or like it's hard to. I'm sure it's hard to like. Hey, I'm gonna wear uh, this event tee. Like, has McGill on it, and then I'm gonna go talk to him, and and he's gonna bust my balls because oh, yeah. he's on my shirt. <laughs> Yeah, not Adam. Adam would never do yeah. something like that. No, no. But I, I always thought it was funny how like that's the goal, but you could you could never wear a t-shirt with yourself on it. No, I mean somebody could come up and be like, "Oh, who's that guy?" And you could like talk crap on yourself, <laughs> right? Said so, I don't yeah. know. He's a loser. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's good, dude. It's good fun. You know, I mean the the people down here. You know, it's awesome. Like I go to the FTRs, and I mean those guys. Those guys treat me like a. Like it's the second family down here, you know. Mm. I mean, it's it's super cool. Like they're great people down here, and I mean, it's it's cool just to be able to see like the the reach you have because I uh, I enjoy doing my schools a lot, you know. And and I've honestly started to branch that out pretty pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I mean, just the classes that I've been able to do, you know, I've been super fortunate to uh, to have a lot of people trust me 
with uh, with their kids and even themselves to, to do training. You know, like I've got uh, Elijah's here right now. He's been here for three weeks of training. I've got a group of, uh, you know, got two uh, two guys are actually coming out. You know, they're in their mid-50s. They're coming down next week for some training as well. And uh, I'm excited about having that. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's cool, you know, because, like, all, all ages, all people – uh, are able to come out and train and you know everybody can learn something you know even I learned something from from teaching those guys and yeah you know it's it, it's able to slow it down for me and it makes it way more enjoyable you know mm-hmm. it's an easy way like I'll, I'll do my motos and then you know usually from two to four almost every day or every other day I'm, I'm giving a class to somebody down here that's awesome man that's awesome and it just in case this we're throwing this out there I'll give you a plug uh how do they, if anybody's interested in listening, how would they just get a hold of you on Insta, Facebook? Yeah, or? absolutely. Yeah, you guys can either DM me on Instagram or Facebook. And then we, I actually ended up launching um, a Hunter Hart training Instagram page as well just to oh, kind of keep them, keep them separate a little bit more and be able to highlight, highlight the people that I do give the classes to as well. And it's, you know, it's going well so far, so good. And, you know, I've got, uh, I've got weekly training programs available. I actually did just launch much like uh, how I have Steven Denise Hatch to help me with my training. I actually launched uh, monthly programs as well for training, coaching, you know, riding, how to videos, everything like that. I actually ended up just launching that. And, you know, I've got a couple great people that have signed up for it. You know, a few spots are still available for it. I'm only going to be taking 10 people this year on it just as a, as a soft opening. But no, it's good. You know, it's uh, it's always been good. I've always been passionate about the the coaching and the training and stuff like that. And that's you know, I've done it since I was 17 years old. I've I've done it, and you know, I can tell you, I've learned a heck of a lot in those in those six short years of teaching. And yeah. it's good. It's getting better. You know, I've learned I've learned how to how to be a teacher. You know what I mean? It's it's a hard job. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you all the teachers out there credit. It is a hard job to to be able to, to know the information and then to be able to relay it to somebody yeah. in a way that they're going to pick it up. Yeah. Right, I, right. I've always heard like to be able to master something, mm-hmm. go and teach it. And, and, and to a just, seven year old, you've got to yes. be able to explain it yeah. to a seven year old yes. if you truly know how to do it. Right. It's hard. It's very hard. I, I've been trying to teach, teach my kid and it's, it's, he's at the point now where he doesn't want to listen to me, but yeah, <laughs> you know how it goes. And, and I can tell all the parents out there that are listening, you know, that if, if you're listening and, uh, and you feel like your kids, your kids not getting it from you. They they understand it. They just need to hear it from a different voice. Right, you yeah. know, you wouldn't believe all the parents that I talk to on a regular basis, and they're like, "Dude, I've told my kid a hundred times to lean, <laughs> but I'm just dad. I don't know anything." You know, you tell him one time, and look at it's perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. And like I'm like, dude, you laid the groundwork for that. All I did was put the cherry on top and make it look pretty. So so you said you have two room for about a couple more. Uh, guys that can't rod. I got two guys in my studio right now. <laughs> Rodney Cooper and Devin Masters might need your help. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> At least I everything's still available, ride dude. Everybody can learn. You let me, you let me know. You, uh, hit, you hit me up. We'll, we'll work a package deal. <laughs> At, at, at this, uh, what do you do with a guy at this point that that has just accepted being slow? <laughs> Man, that's that's a harder nut to crack because you got to go into the mental side <laughs> and really really dig out those weeds. You know, like you, you get those mental sides of people, and you wouldn't believe how many how many people have have a mental block. You know, like you'll tell them something and they'll be like, I, I can't do that, and I'll say, Well, why not? And they'll be like, Well, I tried it once and it didn't didn't go right. And I'm like, Dude, that's well, that's one time. I go, You you got to try again. Yeah. And, you know, like. You wouldn't believe how many times. Like one day, I had a had a guy and uh, super cool dude. He um he he was just getting into ATV racing and he was mid forties and he ended up. You know, we literally we worked left hand corners for a full three hour class. We literally just worked on left hand corners, and that's because you know we were starting at such a basic level mm-hmm. that you know we we went from there and and by the time dude we we had left hand corners down perfect. You know, and you know the next time we went and worked left and rights, and then from there 
we've just slowly snowballed it to where, you know, he's getting ready now to go out and do, uh, do one of his first races this year, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. as well yeah i'm sure you know that's going to be rewarding for you to see how how like, the guys that you're training how they how, do how they progress yeah. yeah i mean man it's so cool to see to see you doing that endeavor and uh and, and to be able to kind of like reap the reap the 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 harvest that you've planted mm-hmm. absolutely yeah <clears throat> you know i mean it's it's pretty sweet you know um i i had done a lot of classes up in new york and i worked with um with my one buddy colin or uh, connor streeter you know, the kid hadn't won a race all year. He ended up taking just one of my one of my uh, three-hour classes at the Black Sky location, and uh, he ended up actually winning winning out from that year, and he ended up winning his championship that year as well. And the kid that he beat, he uh, beat the one kid by uh, one point for the championship. And then he, wow. Connor, and I have done a ton of classes after that. And you know, he's you know little ripper, you know, and it's it's cool, you know, mm-hmm. it's super sweet to be able to help these kids out and. You know, hey, I mean, the the people that come up to me and that they tell me that they'll they'll line up with me one day in XC1. You know, I never laugh at them. I'm like, I I know you're I know you're serious, dude. Like I was there. <laughs> you know, I can't remember all the times I walked up to Chris or anything like that, and I was like, Chris, I'm gonna see you soon, bud. I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. And one day when it does happen, you're like, man, I taught this kid everything I, he knows. <laughs> now he's gonna beat Legit. me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start tapering back everything that I'm, I'm letting these these kids know. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta keep a couple little tricks in the back like, for yourself. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Don't you worry, <laughs> <laughs> Well. Hunter, man, I'm I'm sorry. I've been battling a cold, so I'm losing my voice every year. But man, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Uh, always awesome to have you on, and uh, man, just really looking forward to this season and seeing what you do uh, coming into the first couple rounds healthy and uh, ready to rock. Yeah, absolutely. You and me both. You know, I uh, did my photo shoot today. You know, got that all all done up, and uh, yeah. It's, it's good. You know, the photos from that turned out awesome. The fishing one was funny because there was actually no line. Actually, there was line on the pole, but it was uh, birds nested up. And that photo of me <laughs> trying to cast was actually me beating the pole off of the water because the attention span had left the room. And I was just losing my mind, just freaking beating the pole off of there. And uh, those guys, that was actually on my dock. Those photos were taken on yeah. my dock. You should have seen us freak loading that thing up on there. It was hilarious. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I saw the photos and, and uh, um, it, it looked um, uh, l- like it was a tight squeeze on there for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was freaking. It was hilarious, dude. We were putting it on there, and it was great. Like, um, I mean, it was, it was funny, dude. Like, we were. I'm, it was. I'm, it was definitely a tight squeeze. Like, we were putting it up there, and I was like, it literally rubbed the rail the entire way down. I'm I'm glad the the quad guys can show up for their photo shoots because we've learned a lot of the bike guys don't do their own photo shoots that they have stand-ins. Well, so well, well, Bar- Bar- was one of Barry's on a on a bike. Remember? No, like, well, Barry was uh, was Walker. Remember? Yeah, that's what. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. Walker was yeah. Something yeah. Had, well, we, we had Barry in studio a couple weeks ago, and then he was talking about uh, Walker was talking about Barry was Walker in his photo shoot, and but. Uh, Oh, that, that was for the dirt bike stuff. Was it for That's the dirt bike stuff? That's when he was on a Yamaha. Yes, yeah. it was when he was doing the oh, dirt bike stuff. Yeah, so okay. we can still say ATV guys <laughs> show up when they say they're going to show up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Well, Hunter did his photo shoot with half the time he didn't have his helmet on. So, Who's that, me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. No, it, hey, dude, I've got these gold locks. I got to let them flow. You that's know? right. Yeah. That's oh, right. yeah. Yeah. You can't hide those. <laughs> you can't hide those bad, bad boys. <laughs> dude, we went. I, I actually I got a haircut just for the photo shoot. And I was going to I was going to have it gelled up, you know, looking real nice. And I was like, man, I don't want that gel on my helmet. I was like, wash that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to use that helmet. That's right. Dude, that's I know. Right. Yeah, literally. Got to got a freaking fly didn't send me those pretty helmets for nothing, you know. That's and, right. You know, ma- massive shout out to those guys. I mean, they have they've truly been beyond beyond awesome. You know, those guys have stuck by me for a long time and, you know, since 2018 I've they've been part of my uh part of my program and it's it's been awesome. You know, yeah, I love yeah. love being part of the Fly family and <laughs> hey, if you're not if you're not using Fly, dude, then what are you doing? Not flying. <laughs> right if you're not using fly you're not flying that's right that's right that's right well good news is we know if hunter doesn't have a very good result at big buckets because he forgot to take the gel out of his hair <laughs> and it just went right down in his eyes yeah that's right but no we're we're gonna be good you know i've worked on a ton of starts and got all that all those all that good jazz uh excited to have um <clears throat> have some awesome people around me and yeah, no, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm truly, you know, excited. We're back to, back to being, mm-hmm. you know, back to, back to being me and hey, it's awesome. You know, I've been a big part of, uh, really helped quad tech, you know, recently I've, I've taken on a role of, as the general manager for those guys. And you know, that's, it's been good. That keeps me busy. Um, uh, a lot of the times, uh, basically I'm, I'm the point of contact for a lot of, a lot of stuff there and it's, it's been good, you know, good it's, deal. it's been yeah, busy. <clears throat> Yeah. 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 And then speaking of starts, that's one thing that I wanted to talk to you about just a little bit before we let you go. Um, you know, uh, Walker has always been the start king, but I will say as of like lately, like if anybody was challenging Walker for a whole shot, it was you. And like, man took, man took $500 from me last year on start. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it, is this a rider thing or is this a Mark Notman putting the bike together thing? Mark is a wizard. Yeah, boys. Let me tell you what. <laughs> that man that man deserves more props than he gets. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, he's he got himself a custom seat. I'm ready to roll that. I'm excited for him to release that bad boy. It, it looks <laughs> legit. But no, he's he's a wizard over there, let me tell you what. We uh he built me some fresh race bikes and whew, they uh they're they're quite the thing to look at, dude. They're uh they're awesome. So I'm he's an awesome dude. I actually ended up I called him today just to shoot and uh, make sure that we were all set to go. And he was on—he was actually on a run. So just know if, if your mechanic's not out there training, Mark Notman is. Oh, boy. He, he must be <laughs> maybe wanting to get back on the bike and the seat and everything right. and running. So that's good. Last Dude, time we talked to him, he was like, ah, not really in shape or anything for that. So Yeah. That's but good. no, it's, it's good. You know, surround yourself with the people you, wanna, you want to have great results with. And, right. hey, it'll be good. You know, I mean, it's. It's just, uh, it's just been awesome. You know, I mean, everything we've just been flowing smooth and we're ready to, ready to go. I feel more ready than ever, more, you know, calm, level-minded than ever. And Hey, everything's good. Everything is great. Good deal, man. Good deal, man. Well, Hunter, man, we're not going to take up any more of your time. Uh, we're, we're pumped for this uh, first round to get underway. And uh, like I said, super excited to see how you do this weekend. But, uh, man, thanks again for coming on the show, as always. And, uh, yeah, really yeah, just man. appreciate your time here tonight. Hey, absolutely, guys. Anytime. And you just let me know when you want to go jet skiing. I've got two of them down <laughs> here. So if we need, between Florida and Georgia – I'll, uh, I'll I'll give a crash course on on jet skis and I'll go. take you out to the swamps. There we go. There we go. We'll need to have that on videos for sure. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, man. Well, good luck. Good luck this coming weekend, and uh, 
We'll be rooting for you. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. I appreciate it, guys, and uh, we'll be we'll see you guys later. All right, All right man, man. We'll talk to you later. Awesome. Thanks, buddies. Uh-huh. Later, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Man, that's Hunter Hart. <clears throat> Hunter Hart on the show. That's right. Man, I am losing my dad voice right funny. now. I'm trying to help you out a little bit. I'm struggling. I'm rather. <laughs> str- I'm, I'm having to like really like fight to get through this right now. He's, hey, you know you know what this is, right? You know how we talked last show, like where he didn't want to make Nolan to cut weight and all this. Well, th- this is the wrestling dad. He's been yelling at this poor boy <laughs> all week about getting in shape and doing all this stuff and, and, and made, made him you know, worse. You know how much wrestling dads yell on the mats. <laughs> I know. Like, it's, I know. <laughs> like, he knows. It's quiet. It's like dead quiet. And then there's like five, six mats in, in the gym. And then all of a sudden, like, it's the like... refs walk on onto the mats. <laughs> and, and, and you hear the whistle start blowing. And it's just yelling was, for like six hours straight yeah I, I guarantee it probably it's like wall street you know how like when the when the bids yeah, go up i it guarantee is. you like it's, it's a just, lot like wall street <laughs> it's just half get the half <laughs> yeah. roll it get on it <laughs> wrist control get the wrist control that's right he's over there yeah. he's yelling before the ref even gets to blow the whistle yeah. that's yeah. why he lost his voice no yeah. i am oh, yeah. I, I am i'm always like i'm always like are you ready and he's like yeah and i was like all right let's go kill him <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's taking him in the other room just screaming at the poor boy jeez no, it's, it's, poor it's hilarious. my wife and i like <laughs> laugh about this all the time it's like it's like especially like in the group that we're in because it's six you right so these are just little kids. I know, yeah. These are just little kids, but everybody takes it so, so serious. seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're all just like, so we're all just yelling <laughs> at these kids, like, just like, and they're pouring their heart and soul. There's like blood running out their nose and everything. And then, and then everybody, like at the end of the day, goes and puts them in their car seats and go home. <laughs> right. got, got a bunch of little All-Americans running around. Right? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. dude, it is no, like, I don't think. Moto parents are gnarly. Oh, moto parents. Like, listen, wrestling, moto parents, like, they're all pretty. They're all pretty gnarly. They're all pretty gnarly. The one thing I I will say about, like, like wrestling parents is, 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 um, man, I mean, the amount of training that they put into these kids and then. And I mean, then, I mean, if you're serious, like think about Loretta, Loretta Lynn, how yeah. much money these kids, like yeah, these parents, yeah. spend. And I'll, 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 I'll one up you on this. Most parents that are wrestling aren't drunk, and all the moto parents most likely have at least a twelve pack in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely fair. <laughs> yeah, but, but in the same aspect, I've seen moto parents or like people at the woods races. That they're out there yelling at their kids, saying that if you don't go faster, like you're going to be doing wall sits and <laughs> right. puke and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Meanwhile, they've never even rode a bike in their life. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's like, okay, so you're going to yell at your kid right, because right. he's not doing good enough. My but favorite, you wouldn't know what to do with it if you were out there. <laughs> well, my favorite is like is like uh, like watching wrestling parents, and I'm kind of guilty of it too. Like, if you guys aren't, if you guys are listening right now, not watching, like I'm over there in the corner and I'm like doing the moves. Oh, I'm, like, yeah. right, I'm like, no, 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 yeah. like get. Come on, like wrist control. Grab the wrist, put it down, and, <laughs> and get the half in. That's right. So, oh, yeah. yeah you got to try to show them. You're like trying to get them to watch you and listen to you. It's, yeah. it's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. It's crazy. And then now they start we're looking taking, at you, and you're like, no, don't look at me. Do what? Yeah. And then now we're taking them to Morgantown to, to be trained by an Olympian. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. All right. Before we get too far off topics, let's do our picks for this weekend's race. Picks for this weekend's race. Thank you for mentioning that. I almost forgot. So we pick in podiums. We pick in pick in podiums. Um, let's pick <clears throat> podiums. We'll do quads first. Okay. Um, 
I'm gonna go Hunter Hart for the win. Ooh, baby. I'm gonna go Hunter Hart for the win. Is, is, is this a little bit of like since he was just on and you heard all the good stuff about uh, him? Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, I asked him about about if he's feeling better than he did last year. I didn't know he was hurt last year. Hey, I will right. give him props on that. Like, nobody would have known that because he never mentioned anything mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, he never complained one time about it mm-hmm. or anything. And then he just finished his season out, got the results he wanted at the end of the year, and now he's coming into this year fresh and ready. So yeah, yeah. I, but, that says a lot. But 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 here's what I'm wanting to get at is the fact that down south, like, is kind of his thing, mm-hmm. right? He's yeah. a sand guy. Like, yeah. that, he likes the sand. He's lanky. He's a little, little taller. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? I mean, if there's really anybody to challenge Bryson, round one, round two, mm-hmm. I, I think it's got to be Hunter. So I'm going to go Hunter. Bryson, and then that third place position. I have two guys in mind, but I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Jay Shad. Jay Shad, woo baby. Jay Shad on on the podium round one. Like some Jay Shad. <laughs> what did you say last week? Jay Shad coming out of the shadows, baby. Jay Shad coming out of the shadows. Jay, <laughs> you liked it, didn't Jay, you? if you're listening, like we need a t-shirt. We need a t-shirt. And, <laughs> Out of the shadows. And, and we need 40% commission. <laughs> 40% commission. Yeah. Jay Shad and then on the he's back, like, Out I'm of losing, the Shadows. He's like, I'm losing money on this deal, boys. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts cost. This All right, so you, got, so you got Hunter Hart winning with the Bryson deal with Jay Shad in third, right? Yeah. Okay, I got you. I like it. I can see it happening, maybe. Um, I'm going to go with the Bryson deal win. Um, with, uh, we're going to go, um, John Glotta Jr. in second with a, with a Jared McClure in third. Oh, geez. Didn't even put Hunter on the podium. I like Hunter. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, you know, uh, it, it, if let's be honest, this is the first race. We don't know what anything is really going to happen. Oh, right. Like we talked with Stu earlier. The pecking order is not established, which once we get to that picking, it's right. going to be just a crap show. Right. Go ahead. You got it. Devin. Yeah. Dr. D. I think I'm going Jay Shad with the win. <clears throat> okay. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. XC1 I, first, you know, rookie with the win, huh? It, wait, time out, time out. Is it Jay Shad's rookie year? I mean, how's that? How, this is like, um, I mean, the second I, coming. The second coming of the, I, of the rookie? Technic- of the rookie. Technically, I guess. No, um, technically, no, right? So, you guys ever seen the movie The Rookie from like baseball? Like when he comes, yeah, and yeah, gets drafted, yeah. right? This is kind of like Jay Shad, right? Because he's like old, and that, now he's coming back to to older. He's not old. He's not old. But <laughs> he's I mean, like a year older than well, me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to make a like a reference here, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to refer to the fact that he's older than the last time that he was a pro, you are correct. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, he is older, Jeez. but he's not old. Like, <laughs> all right, so Jay Shad first, uh huh. Neil second, okay. Hunter third, okay. I like it. I like it. Hey, anything can happen. Down, we can, we can roll fourth. the dice. We can roll the dice right here. And I, don't, I don't know about fourth. <laughs> <laughs> we can roll the d- dice right here, and and I guarantee. I like how you're rolling this roll. hey, dice. The people that are watching, you they know, are. You got you got you got to give them the, sh- the show, baby. <laughs> got to give them the show. Um, no, nah, I mean we, we can roll the dice however we want to right now, and we 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 really <laughs> won't know. I mean conditions are going to you know we have to worry about you know bikes holding up or and and. Um, conditions of how much rain we're actually going to get coming up this weekend and just how it's all going to play out um starts are crucial um so you know what i mean it just we just don't know that's why we go racing you know one of the biggest parts so (laughs) it is one of the biggest parts parts. so anything can happen is what i'm trying to say all right over on the bike side 
Brandon, you go first. I go first. Oh man, this this is where it's tough, man. Like last year, I felt like the bikes were kind of easy to pick, especially after like round two. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> like the whole field, everybody's back right now, right? <clears throat> and everybody's like we talked to Stu. Everything, everything's changed. Everything's upside down. So, man, I, I think I think I want to go with Grant Baylor for the win. Mm. Um. Were you going to go with Grant before Stu talked to you? No, 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 no. Because um, <laughs> Stu did remind me two years ago Grant won this race. Yeah. And it was ruddy. Yeah. And it's probably going to be ruddy again this weekend. And um, I watched a couple of Insta, Insta bangers um, that he had out there. Looked really good on that Cali. The Cali looks good. Looks good. Um, he won the National Enduro race last week, last weekend. So looking really stout, looking really good. Um, uh, I, I like Grant for the win for this one. I feel like at the that three hour mark is where he's going to shine and and come through. Um, and then after that, uh, I'm going to go Johnny G in second with uh, mm, man uh, Jordan Ashburn in third because that's that's where he does really well at. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hard, it's a hard one. Devin? That's a hard one, boys. <clears throat> All right. Stu first. And then Josh Strang second. Johnny G third. Okay. I'm going to go. What, I mean, I know we're, I know neither of us has said Ben Kelly yet, which is crazy. I, which I is know. crazy. No, I know. But which I, is freaking nuts. And we're Thad Duvall. I mean. I know. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's crazy right now. Yeah. Not, crazy. I wouldn't pick Ben Kelly just because I don't know how he's going to react coming back from the injury that he had. Right. I mean, even if he's like pretty close to where he was before he had the injury, that's pretty fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it only takes being off by a little bit to mm-hmm. be the difference between where he was mm-hmm. and the people behind him. Mm-hmm. So, even if he's off just a fuzz. Right. Yeah. It's, it's Alright, Coop. You're up. Alright. I I'm going to go out. Who'd you pick to win? Stu. Okay. I'm going to go Johnny G for the win. For the win. I, so all three of us to have Johnny G at least on the podium yeah, this weekend. I really – I try to stay out now of he a, is a true rookie. He is a true rookie. but And we're putting we're putting a lot of pressure on this guy. I don't know, man. Have but you seen he, his speed? I've seen it, man. I've seen it. He's a special rookie. <laughs> He's special. He's special. He is Does special. Does he ride your bus on the way to school? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm glad you enjoyed your career as a bus driver. I, I never said what he was driving. No, don't just, worry. Nobody <laughs> listens to this show. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm going to go Johnny G for the win. I'm going to go, oh, man. Strang in second. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. No. <laughs> no. It's tough, man. It's tough. That doesn't sound right. It is tough, right? Dude, it is tough. It is a tough one. No, I'm, I'm taking my Strang pick back. No, no backsies. <laughs> no take backs. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Johnny G. I'm going to go Ashburn in third. <laughs> skip I'm second. Sk- <laughs> you're skipping second. No, nobody gets second. This Listen, week. you guys. I, I'm going to run a list down real Stu. quick. 
You got Stu. You got Ben Kelly. Now, I you know. have Thad Duvall. I, I had have, Ricky in my head. You have Ricky Russell. I, I had Ricky in my you head. Have Lane Michael. You have. Um, I don't think Lane's going to come out round one and and, right. and podium. Mm-hmm. But I do you think have that Craig he's going to. Um, you have Ashburn. Tre- Trevor well, Bollinger. Ashburn. Trevor Bollinger. Yeah. These guys are all pretty good. Yeah. You know, not say pretty good. Like they're all <laughs> good. Could an XC two guy be up there? No. No, not 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 right now. Round no, one, not, not round, round one. one, not round one. Snodgrass has the speed to do it, but not round one. Snodgrass, 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 <laughs> Snodgrass is going to be probably around eighth or ninth overall. Mm-hmm. With with a with a like, I would say the winner of XC two is going to be around that seventh to ninth place, s- s- barring no crazy crap like last year's first round. Yeah, and you know what I mean, like everything going on there. But just, I got I got a wrench real quick. A wrench. Yes, he's got a throwing wrench. a wrench in your plan. Okay, oh, I got yes. I got a wrench yes. and I'm throwing it. All right. So, Grant Davis, where do you see him stacking up? Because at the end of last season, he was coming from the A class and still finishing inside the top ten overall. Yeah, but mm-hmm. think about the think about the status of the class that we had. Right, taking nothing away from Grant Davis at all, but think about who was not on the line. Right. Well, At that point in time. There was people missing, right? So you can take that into consideration, but also at the same time, so, he uh, built confidence up with right. those finishes mm-hmm. well, and picked, then took all winter to build up. Yeah. Somebody picked Grant Davis to be the the top scorer fantasy, in fantasy, fantasy this right. weekend. And and I could see that. Yeah. I could see that because he's 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 off the board, right? Right. So that's a that's a that is a. I mean, if you guys want a, a solid pick, pick, yeah, sleeper pick, not even pick. a sleeper pick. That, it's a sleeper that's, pick. It's a sleeper. He's not on the board. It's a sleeper pick. He's not on the board. That is a sleeper pick. <sighs> Anyways, back to figuring out your second place. Yeah, not Grant Davis. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. Grant, I would say Grant probably probably slots in around the the fourteenth to sixteenth. Spot. Second place is going to be Ricky. Ricky Russell. So yeah. you got you got who you got winning? <laughs> I, I don't forget. I don't know anymore. It's, it's, it's already like it's been like round we're already at round three right now. I, I'm waiting I got, on this guy's I got pick. Johnny G, Ricky Russell, and Ashburn. <laughs> okay. Man, this kind of sounds like my uh my three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, where's Stu gonna be? That's right. See, uh, did I, uh, sorry for you. Uh, we I, offend you guys, but right now <coughs> it's a, it's a stacked field right now. Um, stay healthy, guys, because I'll, 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 I'm here for it. I, mean, I, I don't think I any hard, of them would be a, offended. Time out. I have a hard time putting not putting Stu on the podium though. I know. Even though he didn't put I, himself I, on the podium, <laughs> I, I, I put, I, at least I put a Baylor brother on my podium. You know. Here's I mean? the thing though: when Stu plays mind games to where like he would say that and then be like. Nah, screw that. I'm gonna win. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Stu, like whatever. But I did, I did, I did sense a sincerity in his voice when he says, "I gotta reevaluate how I approach these championships." When the last two years, there's been five combined wins mm-hmm. to take both championships. Right. Uh, here's the thing with Stu. If he's in a top four ish going into the third hour. We're we're going to see him push. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, if he's if he's close, you know what I'm saying, and and that's where he's dangerous. Now, you know, if he if he's kind of nowhere to be found in in that last hour, like not close to the front, it's going to be hard for him. But I think if he's close to that front, okay, in the third hour, be ready for the Baylor to be on the podium. That's just yeah, 
You know what I mean? Okay, I got a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. How many race winners do we see? Did we have this last question? I don't care. We'll ask it again. Five. For the bikes. Okay. Five five for the bikes. What do you say? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Six. Six? Four, five, six? We did have this question last week. We did. We did. I don't care. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We said pretty close to the same number. How many? All right. How many quads? How many quads? How many quads? quads? Yeah. All right. right, So is is Walker Fowler coming back? I'm sure he'll be back. If he's back. I'm going to say four. Mm, That's a high number. Who? If I can go two and a half, that's what I'd do. If Walker comes back, Uh he could win. Yeah. Could. I mean, will. Yeah, I mean, most likely he's going to win if he comes back. Yeah. Bryson Neal. Yeah. You know he's going to win at yeah. least one. Hunter I mean, Hart could at least. Win. Yeah. And then you have a toss up of a bunch of other guys that could throw one in. So I, I'm, say, I'm, I'm, I'm only, four. I'm only saying three at the most, at the most three. In okay, who's your third? Man, it. it mm, well, I mean. You're assuming Walker takes one. You're assuming yes. Walker, Walker takes right. one, right, right? Right, right now, if if right now the way I see this going down, right for this year, and what the way I see this happening is Bryson Neal is, is your guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's 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 getting a win unless for for some odd reason something bad happens and we won't we won't want we won't go down that road. But the way I see it is Bryson Neal's the man, right? The only guy that to beat him last year was Walker Fowler. Yeah. Walker's not in this right now. Right now. Right now. Don't know how long he's out. Yeah. Don't and know. And when he comes back, how, how, how long will it take him to be 100? Right. So, the way I see this is it's it's Bryson Neal's show this year with – I'm going to have to say Hunter's your best, your best, best guess to – to really push for that first place. Yeah. Um, now, now, I'm not saying that Jay Shad doesn't get a good start and, and gets up there. Um, um, as of right now, he, he's he's. I got a lot of he high hopes. last year. Right. I got a lot of high hopes for him. But like I said, rookie back on the XC one line. He's not rookie. <clears throat> oh, he, okay. Yeah. We're calling. We're calling. He's him not going to have the same jitters as somebody. No. That is just. Freshly moving I, up and never ran I, an XC. I'm just saying. Jay, I'm, Jay, just saying want, uh, I'm just saying he has to get a start and work his way through the X, XC one class, rather than coming from XC two and then and then being on a time adjustment. So that's all I'm saying. What, I, I think only, Jay's if fast. If only if only he's ever had any experience doing that. Right. Yeah. One thing I will say, and I can say this from experience, Jay is really good at making lines to pass people. <clears> so right. if he does get a bad start. I see him moving up quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, and you know how hard it's tough, uh, how tough it is. So uh, to come through the woods, I'm just saying he's got to get a good start. But man, I really, I, I have a hard time saying two people. There's only two winners in in uh, XC one quads this year. I could be wrong. I'm staying with four. Okay. What about you, Coop? I would get three. three. I would go. I would go. I would go. How many were there? There was only two last That's year. That's right, too. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, the guesses that we put out, we're assuming, you know. Walker. When Walker comes yeah. back. back right. Because we don't know what that actual timeline looks like. Right. I'm going to say three. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bryson, Walker, Hunter. Mm-hmm. And then, and then if there is a flyer, uh, my guess, my best guess would be Cole. Yeah. Richardson. Yeah. yeah. If I, if Cole performs like I know he like 
like I know he should perform. Yeah. And 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 really run like his to his potential. Yes, I think he could run up front. And and like I said, these are just numbers outside of our head. I'm just going by for the last couple of years. I mean, usually it's only been like one or two guys. Yeah. Well, so I guess my guess is based off of, you know, there's three guys that definitely have the speed to do it, but there's always one track where there is, you know, a couple people that are out of the ordinary pack being in the front that pop in and put in that good race. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a guarantee at snowshoe every year. There's going to be somebody that's in that top podium position that's not normally there throughout the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Beckley could be the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then Iron Man seems like most of the time <clears throat> there is a mix-up in running order at those races. So I'm saying there could potentially be another guy that wins, but it's probably going to be at one of those few rounds that it would happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. You know, all I can say is we'll find out Saturday. Hell yeah! I'm excited about it. I'm gonna send it, boys. You know, what I'm excited about what's that? Getting off the show. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> I, well. I I hope you guys send it in the race Saturday, like I'm sending it with my voice right now. <laughs> oh, if only it was that easy. Yeah. Now, Grant Davis is not a sleeper pick. Sleeper pick. No, he's Devin, not on the Devin, sheet. Devin, he's Devin, not on the sheet. <clears throat> Devin Masters is a sleeper pick. No, no. Yes, that, that, that's just a. That's I, a I think that's fair. That, that's yes, a far. Right? That's a yeah. far fetch pick. That's what that is. <laughs> I'm just messing with no, you, Devin. That's fair. I'm too. just messing with new you, bike, Devin. New <laughs> bike, new bike, new training program. Yep. Oh, I'm, I know. I mean, he was close without that stuff. In, so he needs to get a producer D butt patch. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I will Ooh, say. Can you do that, producer D butt patch? Where, do I, where would I get that made? I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Ask Eli Tomac. He has all kinds of ET3. Amazon. Yeah, I'll, start, Amazon. I'll start uh, hitting up Supercross guys and be like, hey, <laughs> where do you get your butt patch? Hey, man. Where you, hey, man. Where'd you get your butt patch? Does anybody, <laughs> does anybody in, like, nobody in GCC really runs butt patches, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, dude, I don't watch I, dude, I could. Dude, split line butt, butt patches. patches. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. We're, we're trendsetters. <clears throat> yeah. Let's make that happen. <laughs> If you guys would be interested in some split line butt patches, <laughs> let us know. Because I know it's not a thing. It's if not you, a thing in GNCC, right? It's not really a thing. Hey, I, may, think, I think Caleb you know Russell how, was like the only guy that did it. You, you know how? Yeah, like, everybody needs a split line butt patch. <laughs> you know how they we can really make this work? Split line butt patch right, up, right above the split. We'll, get, we'll do conten- <laughs> contingencies. You run a split line butt patch, you get a. You get five bucks a race. Uh, don't 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 do things we can't promise. <laughs> You're getting deep over there now. Hey, I'm just saying. You run the split line butt patch. You get five bucks. Listen, I will go. Out. <clears throat> Dang it, I can't talk. I will go out and I will price to see what butt patches cost. <laughs> and if I can get you a split line butt patch, will you run one, Devin? Yeah, I don't care, Fred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like being different. Oh shoot! Remember the flea rags the last flea year. Flea rags. It all be flea rags and butt patches. Flea rags and yeah. butt patches. What? So Same when word. we get to our taxes next year, what did you guys spend your money on? Flea, flea rags and, and butt, butt patches. patches. <laughs> Said so. Uh, we'd like to claim a loss. Uh, what for? Well, there was three hundred flea rags that never made it back. <laughs> and then uh, after everybody started running butt patches, it was it was it over popular. there. So, oh, flea geez. racks and butt patches. Yeah, I like it. I, so it. I guess if people want to find me at Snowshoe, they can just look for the butt patch. That's right. Flea rag. Yep, that's right. That's right. That's right. 
All right, Brandon. <laughs> All right, guys. Guys, appreciate you guys listening in. Um, really appreciate you guys. But, um, if you guys want to support us, Support these sponsors. We're getting ready to talk about. Uh, we've been talking about them all all show long, but uh, appreciate it. And if it wasn't for these guys, we would uh, we wouldn't get it. Um, Devin, when you think of the ultimate quad or bike, wouldn't you want to see all this stuff on them? Like, wouldn't they just make it out, <laughs> bling it out just a little bit more? Oh, for sure. That's right. Definitely. You know. You know? But first and all, first off and foremost. We gotta really appreciate Magna One Motorsports for coming on um, and being the title sponsor this year for the show, guys. If you're at the GNCC races this week, go tell them Splitline sent you, please. Yeah. Go up to them. Go to the, go up to them and just say, "Hey, man, we really love you." Whatever. Blah blah blah. Even if you're Split just line. buying some, clean it. That's right. <clears throat> Magna One, clean it. I'm sure they'll have it there. Michelin Tires, Trackside Tire Service, they'll hook you up. Um. And guess what? If if you don't get get to make it to the truck, they have an online website, magnawonemotorsports.com. Helmets, goggles, gear, pretty much anything you need for the weekend for your bike, um, they they carry it on there. Um, really awesome, really awesome team, really awesome everything. So go check them out. Get you some Magnum One cleaner while you're at the track because you're definitely going to need it after the weekend, especially the quad guys from Saturday. Wash that sand and dirt and everything else off of there, and uh, go yeah. Appreciate it. Check them out. Uh, Gus Racing Seat Covers, guys. Uh, other than Devin here and, and I guess Hunter Hart. Technically, I still have gut seat covers on my Suzuki seats. Right, yeah. Well, those things don't get rode very much. Well, they currently don't even have motors. So. Exactly. See? <laughs> the kids play on them, right? Yeah, I've been preoccupied. <laughs> so, uh, guys, go over and get your cut, uh, Guts Racing seat cover, um, fully customizable. Um, I really love that phantom foam they have over there. They can cut a seat. Um, actually, I, I just saw a post. A guy had a, a tall seat for a PW50, mm. customized from Guts Racing. So, if you guys are looking for a shorter seat, a higher seat, whatever kind of seat, go over and check out Guts Racing. Um, Andy and his guys over there will hook you up. The phantom foam is awesome. Uh, customize your seat, make your bike look sick. I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're all about, right? That's what we're all about. All right, still savers, guys. You need to have them on your bike this weekend to save you guys some money, some hassle, some maintenance on your quad or bike. Um, they have the fork seals for the bike. They have the coil savers for the ATV. They have the UTV for the uh, what is those things called? Um, the UVC boat or the UV? Yeah, whatever. Boots. Yeah, the yeah. UV boat boots, and then um, yeah. your mountain bike too. Universal if, joint, yeah, right? That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Your mountain bike, guys, uh, check them out over there. Um, they also do uh, boot protectors, keep the water out, pomper savers, um, donuts uh, for your – for your, I'm trying to think of anything else I have. Um, pretty, pretty much it. Save 25% with the code SPLITLINE, capital S, to save 25% off everything on your website. Check them out. Use the code, please. Use the code, please. You know what? Speaking of code. I hate cleaning stuff. And if you run seal savers, that's going to save you some time because oh, your yeah. shocks will be clean when you're done. Oh, yeah. 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 On the quad, the coils yeah. will definitely be clean. And I'm telling you what, man, I, I, like I said, I ran them all last year in full gas, and we muddy sand everything, and I could literally pull them off, and there was no dirt around my seals at all. And, yeah. I, and as a as a guy my age, I hate doing maintenance. It definitely takes the, the, the mental side of that. Like, oh, man, I'm going to have to take them off, get them sent out, change the seals, blah, blah, blah. I ain't going to worry about that. 
<clears throat> worry about any of that. Guys, Sunstar Channel Sprockets, um, if you don't trust us when we talk about these guys, go to XC1 this weekend, look down the front line, <coughs> and I guarantee you 92% of the eight XC1 guys on quads are running them. Um, check them out. Pretty much what the pros run. Um, it's what we do it. What are they made of, Coop? Uh, case hardened steel. Baby. And, uh, and, and I've heard <clears throat> that they can be used to grab traction. That's what, that's what I've, that's what I've been that, told. Not, not recommended. That's what I've been told. But I, but I've been told that by some, some junior A guy. Yeah. Junior A guy. You know. yeah. uh, disclaimer from the company. They, they do not suggest they that. They do not suggest but that. It can be done. <laughs> no guys, seriously, um, check them out. If, um, Check out some – they have some sealed chains. They have some aluminum sprockets. I wouldn't recommend them for the aluminum sprockets for you guys. If you're out running some motocross or something like that, maybe. Um, definitely check them out. Check out the sealed chains. It, it'll definitely help your uh, with the sand and all that. Um, I'm actually learning some stuff about that, so. but uh, it's pretty cool. Check them out. <coughs> Code SPLITLINE30. Save 30, 30% off your order. Pretty much like a sponsorship, right, Coop? Pretty much. Hell, yeah. Um, and then, guys, uh, this this – this year coming up, please check out Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. They're an awesome group over there. Uh, if you're coming through West Virginia or if you live in West Virginia, check them out. Um, I ran a whole season over there before. Really awesome. Made me a better rider. Uh, made GNCCs a lot easier for me. Um, pretty much, they'll take care of you over there. Go check them out. That's a wrap, boys. That is a wrap. Uh, for all of our sponsors, for Stu Baylor, for Hunter Hart, for producer d over in the corner for brandon and for myself we appreciate you guys joining us in the show tonight and uh that was episode 103 that's right so after we talk to you we or after this the next time we talk to you will be our big buck review show that's right that's right guys if you're traveling uh thank you for listening and please drive safe watch out for the car right beside you you're getting ready to hit devin good luck this weekend buddy thank you Let's get out of here. Peace. Peace.